Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Today we will be studying the last leg of the second chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, which is the whole second chapter is dedicated to the disc, uh, explanation of the f- uh, third verse of the first 14 verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita. So the topic of today's uh, discussion is conclusive discussion about Krishna. All right. We'll say the prayers and then we'll continue to the discussion. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamahyam Dadatisva Padandigam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tam Sajivam Sadvaitam Savadhutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho Dinabandho Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namostute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrinda Vaneshwari Vrishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye <coughs> Vanchakalpatarubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Paditanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namon Namaha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashthaya Bhutale Srimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna so <clears throat> today's topic is the conclusive discussion about Krishna and this is the final leg of the second chapter of uh, the Chaitanya Charitamrita which is dedicated to the explanation of this verse with the third verse of the Chaitanya Charitamrita so for those of you who are new here or who are watching on this um, the replay on the YouTube so this whole second chapter is dedicated to the explanation of this th- I mean um, third verse of Chaitanya Charitamrita as you know the first 17 verses of the Chaitanya Charitamrita and especially the first 14 are very very powerful verses and there are chapters which explain each of these verses <laughs> That's how Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami had um, arranged all this. So we will chant this verse to- again today before we proceed on to the um, 97th verse of this second chapter all the way through 121st which is the final verse <coughs> of this chapter. Yadadvaitam brahmo panishaditadapyasyatanubha Ya Atmantariyami Purusha Itisosyam Shavibhavaha 
So this is, uh, I hope you have, you have um, memorized this verse by now. <laughs> if you have not, well that is the reason why we chant these verses every time. So over the course of, you know, giving this class, uh, I mean taking this class for I think now how many sessions? I think three or four sessions or five sessions on this on this verse. So it has already gone into my memory now. So if you can actually chant every time, and actually because we chanted here, sometimes when I was just going about doing my you know daily work, I used to just sing this verse. So like that, it just went into the memory. So that's how we learn verses. You know, we don't. Many of you might not have time to sit down. You know, like in the traditional way and then chant all the verses. So as you are going about your day, you pick a verse and then chant it repeatedly and then delve on its meaning, each and every word, so that you, not just as a nice musical vibration, but also as a meaningful um, sentence in your head. It's actually meaningful sentences, but if we don't contemplate on its meaning, then we might just get lost in the musical part of it, but not the <laughs> meaning part of it. <clears throat> Alright, so the translation of this verse is what the Upanishads describe as the impersonal Brahman is but the effulgence of his body and the Lord known as the Super Soul is but his localized plenary portion. Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna himself, full with six opulences. He is the absolute truth and no other truth is greater than or equal to him. Now, <clears throat> this is a pretty bold and grand uh, proclamation saying that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself. So, for those of you, for those of, um, I mean, for those who do not have the faith that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself, for them, <clears throat> you know, it is like, it may be startling. Because Krishna on one hand, yes, he did many, many leelas, like, you know, he did things like lifting the Govardhan hill, he, um, you know, um, instructed Arjuna, he provided the sari for Draupadi. I mean, he has multifarious pastimes. I'm, he, he showed his Vishwarup. So he did, or universal form. So he did many things, um, which, you know, set him apart as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Even then, Manushim Tanumashritam Avajananti Maam Mudha. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita 9th chapter 11th verse, that many people <coughs> think of me as an ordinary human being, even though I have done so many things. They just consider me a little, uh, you know, more powerful than any ordinary human being. <coughs> So, if people can mistake Krishna to be an ordinary human being, what to speak of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who did not carry any weapons, who came as a devotee of Krishna, you know, Channavatar, whereas Krishna was Sampurna Bhagavan, he came as, you know, exhibiting his all his six full opulences. Whereas Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, um, he did not 
uh, I mean, fight. He did not go and you know use his weapons. Many things. He did not lift Govardhan Hill. Uh, of course, he did many many uh, unusual things. Many unusual things. Like he pulled, he pushed the Rath cart, the Jagannath Rathyatra. The Rath stopped moving, <clears throat> and just with his head, elephants also could not pull or push. But Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, just by putting his head again at the back of the chariot, he just pushed it, like as if it was a toy. So he did many many things. But then, people do not, um, did not at least pay much attention until the Acharyas actually explained. Hmm. Now it is being taken seriously all over the world by, by the mercy of Sri Prabhupada. Otherwise, it's very, very difficult to understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So the manner in which Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami explained this chapter, to explain this verse, is he explained about Krishna <clears throat> and then he of course he gave all the Vedic evidences also if you remember of um, how Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is actually Krishna's avatar I mean numerous evidences from the Vedas uh, Vedas and also the corollary Vedic literatures um, here he is discussing more about Krishna because even Krishna people don't understand they, take, they just take superficially and therefore, um, many people are misled in the signs of devotional service or Krishna Bhakti. And sometimes they just think devotion means just like a, you know, uh, emotional uh, outpouring. No, it's not. It is, I mean, there is an emotional element to it. But it has to be based on complete knowledge. It is not just like a whimsical uh, behavior. So this has to be understood properly. So alright, we will go to this um, verse where we left off the last week. And that is this chapter 2 verse 96. So if you remember the whole um, from 61 to 96 which was the subject for last week's episode. We studied how Krishna is the source of Narayana. Now in today's... <laughs> Today's verse, I mean today's um, session, we will see how calling Narayan, I mean Krishna as Narayan is, is not wrong. Although Krishna is the source of all Narayan, source of all other incarnations and expansions, still um, calling him as one of the expansions or treating him as the same as Kshirodakashai Vishnu or Narayan is not really uh, wrong. So how can something... I mean, so much in the last session we have seen like 35-36 verses were dedicated to proving the point that Krishna is the source of all Narayan and it is not that Narayan is the source of Krishna. After saying all that, now in these few verses today, we will see that he is saying even if somebody says the opposite or Narayan, you know, from Narayan came Krishna, there is nothing really uh, wrong in that. But at the same time, the fact is, yes, Krishna, from Krishna came everything else and even the Narayan expansions, the Vishnu Tattva expansions. But at the same time, when from Kshirodakushai Vishnu came Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, like Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself refers to like to himself like that in Chaitanya Bhagavat, which will be shown in um, one of the verses, in the purports of one of the verses today. So he, he himself referred to him like that, himself like that. So there is nothing contradictory 
that is the thing <laughs> when when we okay for example if we prove a point that um in krishna everything exists <clears throat> it means everything exists in krishna now if that is proven then by material logic if if a container holds so many things inside it now the container cannot be inside those things those things are inside the container but then in krishna's case yes krishna in krishna he is he is the container of everything else but then he in his complete fullness is inside every single atom of the contents of the container how is that even possible so that is possible by the inconceivable nature of krishna so if it it doesn't sound logical well that is the proof that he is god if is if god can be understood by our logic that means logic as a subject has enveloped god how can something envelop god god is great not not just one sided that means he is only bigger than the biggest he holds everything no he is also great in the other side completely polarizing side which is he is smaller than the smallest also at the same time anoraniyan mahato mahiyan <coughs> he is the smaller than the smallest he is the greater than the greatest <coughs> he is the most lovable and he is the most fearful not fearful fearsome <laughs> he is never fearful come on so whoever takes shelter of him he also gets free from all fear so he is the most lovable and he is the most fearsome like when he played his pastimes with the gopis he is the most lovable especially in his youth or even as a, as a child as a you know cute little child he was you know uh, capturing all the minds of the vrajavasis that's the one side of him and on the other side like narsimhadev bhagwan oh there can be nobody who can be more fearsome as him even lord shiva who does the tandavanratya which is the dance of destruction at the end of the you know the creation i mean his anger he is called rudra uh, rudra means the principle of anger the principle of destruction and when lord shiva shows that that's it the entire universe is burned to ashes you know that kind of anger i mean who can even imagine now that shiva was trembling in fear when narsimhadev was showing his pastimes that same shiva just imagine what is the quality of anger or the um, the fear that he instills um, so the both sides he is great mm. so but the thing is and the greatest thing is anger how can anger be something great when anger is great when it is used properly everything has its proper use so because krishna uses his anger only to protect his devotees therefore that anger is glorified because that anger means protection of the devotees just like you see in the animal kingdom also even in animal kingdom this is true you know like narsimhadev is half man half lion you know if you see in the animal kingdom lions for example or any any animal now the lions they protect their cubs oh when when somebody comes to attack they will you know 
fight with all their might they show great anger even even when lions hunt like for example zebras or you know buffaloes or bisons anybody even an elephant i mean anywhere anywhere in any species you will see that the parents are always protective of their children and if somebody attacks them they will become angry against them hmm. that if if the parents do not do not become angry for protecting their cub or you know their children then what kind of uh, what is the use of that kind of so called oh peacefulness or oh, somebody is uh, killing the child and then peacefully meditating what is it what kind of parent is that he should become angry <coughs> so narsimhadev he became angry when prahlad maharaj was being harassed by hiranyakashipu so in this way he is he is all encompassing all the qualities which we may say good or bad in this material world everything exists in krishna simultaneously and harmoniously without any contradiction now this was what we read the last verse in the previous session it is <coughs> krishner swarup ar shakti tray gyan jar hoy tar nahi krishnete agyan one who knows the real feature of shri krishna and his three different energies cannot remain ignorant about him what are the three different energies antaranga shakti bahiranga shakti and tatastha shakti which is yoga maya mahamaya and jiva shakti which we are we are the jivas and antaranga shakti is the spiritual energy which holds and maintains the entire spiritual world that is called chit chit shakti or yoga maya <clears throat> now um next is bahiranga shakti or mahamaya which is um <clears throat> the inferior energy bhinna prakriti bhinna prakriti means the uh separated energy of the lord that is bhinna prakriti that is his maya external energy separated now the para prakriti apara prakriti so para means superior apara means inferior now in the para prakriti there is a spiritual world yes spiritual energy and the living entities which are also spiritual in nature but they are very minute which we are that is what we are we are the jiva shakti or the tatastha shakti <coughs> now here krishnadas kavraj goswami is saying that anybody who knows these three energies and the feature of krishna they cannot remain ignorant about him this is called jai krishna tattva vetta shai guru hoy um guru means who has who knows the signs of krishna in depth as much as is revealed of course we cannot know completely but as much as is revealed uh, we should know and one who knows it very minutely uh, he is guru he is qualified to become guru jai krishna tattva vetta means those who know janma karma chame divyam evam yo vetti tattvatah so one who knows that signs of the birth and activities and teachings and philosophy of krishna he is a guru so unless we know these things we cannot really uh talk about you know devotional service because devotional service is an effect or it's um it's a function between 
the spirit soul and the supreme soul and unless we are aware of that relationship now knowledge spiritual knowledge means not that you know we you know we know krishna or something like that we cannot know krishna completely but we should know as much as he reveals and we should know our relationship with krishna and then we should start engaging in the relationship and then the relationship will reveal itself more and more by krishna's mercy <clears throat> even in ordinary relationships if you you know um when a man and woman get married i mean by arranged marriage then after marriage then they will slowly uh the relationship becomes stronger as they engage in the relationship then they know each other better and then the relationship becomes stronger and the bond becomes stronger even even if it's not arranged marriage if they are you know going by the i mean what is going on nowadays by courting and all that so even that you cannot know the person unless you engage with the person right you can know only so much like you know um what is it called <laughs> like objective facts like maybe you know how old or how or height or weight i mean you can get a rough estimate but what kind of person that person is that you will not know unless you actually deal with the person so the knowledge of the relationship the knowledge of the person also becomes more um, increases when we engage in a relationship with that person so similarly with krishna it's not that we get all this complete knowledge and then we start serving him it does not happen like that we can learn yes from the acharyas yes we can know about him oh this is nice this is nice and as we learn about him that already is the beginning of a relationship um, the the good thing about krishna consciousness is krishna is omnipotent even when you hear about him from authoritative sources that itself you are associating with krishna and as you lend a favorable ear to krishna's messages you will start to a uh, krishna will start to reciprocate already because the navavidha bhakti the nine types of uh, devotional services hearing and chanting and remembering and serving his lotus feet and um, you know um, offering him prayers and serving him like a servant friend and full self surrender all these things are nine limbs of devotional service and as we engage in them krishna will reveal himself so even when we are hearing about him it's already starting the relationship with krishna it's not starting the relationship it's reviving the relationship we already have nitya siddha krishna prema sadhya ka bhunay shravane shravanaadi shuddha chitte koroy udoy chaitanya charitamrita says that um, krishna bhakti is not something to be achieved as an extraneous thing it is something to be revived it is already latent in the heart of the conditioned soul it has to be revived and how will it be revived by shravanaadi shuddha chitte when we hear about him what happens is shuddha chitte our heart which was covered with all the dirt layers of dirt it becomes cleansed and then the real thing which is the pure love of godhead which is covered by all these layers of materialism layers of lust lust materialism means basically lust the desire for sense gratification the desire for personal satisfaction as opposed to 
satisfying Krishna. That is the coverings, layers of covering. So when, when we start Shravanadi, Shravanadi means beginning from hearing, means hearing Shravan, Shravanam, Kirtanam, Vishnu, Smaranam, Archanam, Mandanam, uh, what is that? Padasevanam, Archanam, Mandanam, Dasam, Sakyam, Atman, Vedanam, all these nine processes are there. All these processes, Shravanadi, Shuddha, Chitte, when we engage in these processes, our Chitta, our heart becomes purified. When the purification happens, then we start to begin to understand Him and our relationship with Him uh, revives. <clears throat> so, if we hear from the proper source, if we hear from Mayavadis and all that, no, it will not be covered, uncovered, sorry. Or the layers of dust will not go. In fact, adding more layers now. So, it has to be from the proper source. So, this is not speculative knowledge. This is revealed knowledge from Krishna or his representative, bona fide representative. Now, 97, 97th verse. Krishner Swaruper Hoy Shadvidha Vilas Prabhav Vaibhav Rupe Dvividha Prakash. Prakash and Vilas. You know, Prakash expansions and Vilas expansions. Now, here it is said, Shadvidha Vilas, Dvividha Prakash. So, Prakash and Vilas are there. Two types of Prakash, six types of Vilas. The personality of God, Shri Krishna, enjoys himself in six primary expansions. His two manifestations are Prabhav and Vaibhav. Hmm. Um, purport. Now the author of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita turns to a description of the personality of Godhead Krishna in his innumerable expansions. The Lord primarily expands himself in two categories, namely Prabhav and Vaibhav. The Prabhav forms are fully potent like Sri Krishna and the Vaibhav forms are partially potent. The Prabhav forms are manifested in relation with potencies but the Vaibhav forms are manifested in relation with excellences. Well, I can't wrap my head around that as well, but just let's just read. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> so, the Prabhav forms are manifested in relation with potencies. The Vaibhav forms are manifested in relation with excellences. So, if, if there are examples, then we will understand these things more. But, <clears throat> anyway, let's read on. The potent Prabhav manifestations are also of two varieties, temporary and eternal. The Mohini, Hamsa and Shukla forms are manifested only temporarily in terms of a particular age. Among the other Prabhavas which are not, who are not very famous according to the material estimation are Dhanvantari, Rishabha, Vyasa, Dattatreya and Kapila. Among the Vaibhava Prakash, Forms are among the among the Vaibhav Prakash forms are Kurma, Matsya, Naranarayan, Varaha, Hayagriva, Prishnigarbha, Baladeva, Yajna, Vibhu, Satyasena, Hari, Vaikuntha, Ajita, Vamana, Sarvabhoma, Rishabha, Vishvaksena, Dharmasetu, Sudhama, Yogeshwara, Brahad and Brahadbhanu.
well <coughs> so much uh, detailed information so i can't explain these things very well because I'm not very i mean <laughs> we're just reading you know one has to be an expert if you if we read um, jiva goswami's bhagavat sandarbha krishna sandarbha there is a more description of these things but anyway these are all the different expansions prabhav and vaibhav prakash and shadvidha vilas now the shadvidha vilas is being explained the two uh, prakash has already been explained prabhav and vaibhav dvividha prakash shadvidha vilas <coughs> that is being explained here amsha shaktyavesh rupe dvividha avatar balya paugandha dharma dvita prakar translation his incarnations are of two kinds namely partial and empowered he appears in two ages childhood and boyhood so in the vilas itself there are the two prakash which is prabhav and vaibhav and then there is partial and empowered and then childhood and boyhood so these are the six things <coughs> hmm purport the vilas forms are six in number incarnations are of two varieties namely shaktyavesha empowered and amshavesha partial these incarnations also come within the category of prabhav and vaibhav expansions they are intertwined you know childhood and boyhood are two special features of the personality of godhead shri krishna but his permanent feature is his eternal form as an adolescent youth the original personality of godhead shri krishna is always worshiped in this eternal adolescent form see the original personality of godhead krishna is always worshiped in this eternal adolescent form so even his boyhood and um, childhood and boyhood are special features of krishna but his permanent feature is is his youthful form even when krishna came here um he grew from you know like an infant all the way to youth but he never grew beyond that he remained as a youth he did not become an old man next 99th verse kishor swarup krishna swayam avatari krida kore ei chhay rupe vishvabhari the personality of godhead shri krishna who is eternally an adolescent is the primeval lord the source of all incarnations he expands himself in these six categories of forms to establish his supremacy throughout the universe so in these six categories he uh, <coughs> expands himself but the origin of everything is the youthful form of krishna next ei chhay rupe hoy anant vibhed anant rupe ek rupa nahi kichu bhed this is you see 
ಅದ್ವೈತಮಿಂಗ್ಸ್ಟೂಲ್ಟೂಲ್ಸ್ಟೂಲ್ಸ್ಟೂಲ್ಸ್ಟೂಲ್ಸ್ಟೂಲ್
चिच्छक्तिस्वरूपशक्ति अंतरंगानाम ताहार वैभव अनंत वैकुंठादिधाम the chit shakti which is also called swarup shakti or antaranga shakti displays many varied manifestation uh, varied manifestations it sustains the kingdom of god and its paraphernalia this is the um, swarup shakti or yoga maya or antaranga shakti or chit shakti spiritual energy now this energy displays the many varied manifestations and sustains the kingdom of god and its paraphernalia now the kingdom of this material world and its paraphernalia is being managed by the bahiranga shakti which is the um, external or durga shakti whereas the spiritual energy is managed by chit shakti the external energy called maya shakti is the cause of innumerable universes with varied material potencies now we only have a very very partial experience of this maya shakti what we see around us what we hear and what we feel around us are all different exhibitions of the maya shakti now if these already are so wonderful like for example the sun the sun is giving off light and heat for millions and millions of years still it's so powerful just see the potency of this maya alone and now this is just a dim reflection of the spiritual potency spiritual potency is way more powerful and way more um, <clears throat> illuminating than the material potency and more much more variegated than the uh, this material potency now just by looking a uh, glancing at this material energy the different features of this material energy we can just imagine or extrapolate when we cannot imagine <laughs> we can just you know just um, just for the sake of understanding this whole thing we can just uh, extrapolate those potencies if multiplied by millions and millions of times and eternal nothing is temporary here everything is temporary there nothing is temporary everything is eternally maintained um, <clears throat> that is chit shakti how more how much more powerful jeeva shakti tatasthakya नाही जार अंत मुख्य तीन शक्ति तार विभेद अनंत द मार्जिनल पोटेंसी व्हिच इज बिटवीन दीज टू बिटवीन द स्पिरिचुअल एंड मटेरियल एनर्जीज व्हिच इज द तटस्था शक्ति मार्जिनल एनर्जी एक्चुअली इट इज स्पिरिचुअल इन नेचर बट समटाइम्स ओवरपावर्ड बाय माया सो द मार्जिनल पोटेंसी व्हिच इज बिटवीन दीज टू कंसिस्ट्स ऑफ द नंबरलेस लिविंग बीइंग्स व्हिच वी आर these are the three principal energies which have unlimited categories and subdivisions each of these antaranga shakti bahiranga shakti and tatastha shakti there are innumerable subdivisions and categories like for example let's take maya shakti now within the maya shakti there are the three modes of material nature and there are the eight principal ingredients panchabhut and the sukshma bhut which is like um, mind intelligence and ego and the panchabhut are the earth water fire air and ether so gross elements subtle elements and then there are the 10 senses the the um 10 sense i mean the five sense objects and each of those like for example um air just just giving one example air um 
by its existence it makes things hard or soft now a sponge has a lot of air inside it so it is soft now if you take a hard wood or hard metal thing tuck, 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 you know like there's no air inside so dense even some wood there is difference like plywood has a lot of air inside it compared to uh, teak wood say it's much more dense so as dense it is so the hardness and softness is incre- is uh, is felt by the presence or the absence of air now air is just one of the eight ingredients but its presence causes very various spectrum of hardness and softness some to completely soft like feathers or cotton or even softer than that and to completely hard you know like stones like even stone sometimes are porous sometimes but you know you have the granite which is very very hard even in stones there are brittle there are hard there like even metals there are different malleable metals or is very very hard immalleable metals so there are so many varieties that's what we're saying so we are just taken one of the you know uh, different uh, elements which is air now if you take like that like for example uh, water <clears throat> which gives taste now there are if you mix some earth it will become different taste and earth like you know all the juice like different fruits they are combinations of these things so all the different flavors of the fruits and the different tastes and the vegetables and everything is different because the different proportions and different ways of mixing of these ingredients are there so all this variety that we see is you know all the subdivisions of this maya shakti <clears throat> so like that if you go to each and every branch each and every branch it has so many sub branches sub branches sub branches like that but on the top it's just as a broad category is like antaranga shakti bahiranga shakti and tatastha shakti and tatastha shakti let's take tatastha shakti the the jiva shakti right we are jiva shakti we are all equal as jivas but at the same time depending on our covering or uncovering of our spiritual potencies we are covered by the three modes of material nature and exhibit differently there are 8400000 species of jiva shakti alone and each uh, jiva shakti jiva behaves differently like a bird behaves differently than a human being than an than a plant and even among plants each plant uh, behaves differently all are jiva shaktis but again so there are demigods there are asuras there are human beings there are ghosts there are plants there are even in plants there are 2 million varieties of uh, species of plants there are 1.1 million species of insects and reptiles 900000 species of aquatic plants aquatics so in this way if you and 3 million varieties of quadrupeds four legged animals in this way there is unlimited variety and let's take one species say um cat okay let's say cat now that is not one species actually that's one you know in cats there are like the normal cats which are house cats and i mean domestic cats and then there are wild cats and the big cats which are like the lions the tigers the leopards the cheetahs the, you know the bobcats the panthers all these things so all these cats and let us take say the the um domestic cat now each and every cat is different like each and every human being is different although we may be in one species 
now not all humans are one species modern civilization or modern science we say that humans is a species and then uh, these are all races we are all different race but actually in vedic calculation all are different species of human beings now so let's say um uh say for example in india also there are so many species of human beings and let's say i am from okay i am from hyderabad right um andhra so in andhra so again each and every individual is a different person and even that individual has different moods sometimes he is okay sometimes he is very angry sometimes he is just irritated even that one person he may respond to the same thing differently when he is in different moods right so there is variety even in the person also and in his ages as he ages he he becomes different also so how much variety there is just try to understand if you go into subdivision and subdivision subdivision this is like innumerable subdivisions so in this way the existence of everything is conducted and that is just this material world and spiritual world is just you know three fourths energy this is just one fourth of the energy of the lord the three fourths energy of the lord is exhibited in the spiritual world and there it's even more <laughs> whatever we see here multiplied by three times is there in the spiritual world i mean just a round figure i mean rough figure so you see <clears throat> purport the internal potency of the lord which is called chit shakti or antaranga shakti exhibits variegatedness in the transcendental vaikuntha cosmos besides ourselves besides ourselves there are unlimited numbers of liberated living beings who associate with the personality of godhead in his innumerable features the material cosmos displays the external energy in which the conditioned living beings are provided all liberty to go back to the personality of godhead after leaving the material tabernacle the shvetashvata upanishad 6.8 informs us natasya karyam karanam cha vidyate natat samascha abhyadikascha drishyate parasya shaktir vividhaiva shruyate ஸ்வாவிக்கிஜானபலக்கிரியாச்சுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிடுவிட
antaranga shakti or spiritual energy is higher shakti than that's why it's called parashakti and um, inferior energy is called aparashakti apraprakriti or paraprakriti uh, apara is inferior or material para is superior or spiritual now in the parashakti there is adi parashakti adi parashakti means the topmost of all even spiritual energies that is radharani but she is shakti still shaktiman who is the possessor of all energies is krishna so uh, shakti cannot be the source of everything no when there is energy displayed there has to be invariably there has to be the energetic behind it without energetic there is no energy <clears throat> next verse e mata swarup gan aarti na shakti sabhar ashray krishna krishne sabhar sthiti these are the principal manifestations and expansions of the personality of godhead and his three energies they are all emanations from shri krishna the transcendence they have their existence in him yadyapi brahmanda ganer purusha ashray shai purushaadi sabhar krishna moolashray although the three purushas are the shelter of all the universes lord krishna is the original source of the purushas we have already seen all this before the evidence for this swayam bhagavan krishna krishna sarvashray parameshwar krishna sarvashastre koy thus the personality of godhead shri krishna is the original primeval lord the source of all other expansions all the revealed scriptures accept and uh, sorry accept shri krishna as the supreme lord ishvara parama krishna sachidananda vigraha anadiradir govinda sarva karana karanam this is a famous verse from brahma samhita fifth chapter first verse now brahma samhita there is only one chapter that is revealed to us there is a fifth chapter actually it is said that brahma samhita is composed of 100 chapters chaitanya mahaprabhu uh, dug up a copy of the brahma samhita from the ground of the uh, compound of adikeshava temple in kerala and when he saw the brahma samhita he saw that the ants have eaten up almost all of it only one chapter of the book was still remaining and that was the fifth chapter and that chapter alone has condensed form of the complete vedic knowledge everything that we need to know about krishna about his spiritual energies about his material energies about demigods about everything it is there in that brahma samhita uh, in that fifth chapter only of the brahma samhita you just imagine what if we had access to the other 99 chapters of the brahma samhita the wealth of knowledge that is you know hidden you can't even imagine but as human beings we have only so much capability and with that capability everything that we need to know is there already in the fifth chapter and if chaitanya mahaprabhu did not even uh, you know you know how he dug it up he went to the he was going on a south india tour and he went to the adikeshava temple in kerala and he was dancing he was dancing at one and at one spot he especially became ecstatic he was dancing in great vigor 
and then he asked them to dig so they dug and then as they were digging and digging they found this book mostly eaten by ants but this fifth chapter was remaining intact and then he brought this uh, book over to them um jagannath puri whether they copied the book or he brought the original i do not know but he brought this and that's how today we have access to this brilliant literature of lord brahma and in that the first verse of the fifth chapter is ishwara parama krishna sachidananda vigraha anadiradir govinda sarva karana karanam krishna who is known as govinda is the supreme controller he has an eternal blissful spiritual body he is the origin of all and he has no other origin for he is the prime cause of all causes this is the first verse of the fifth chapter of the brahma samhita eshab siddhanta tumi jana bhalamate tabu purva paksha karo ama chalaite you know all the conclusions of these scriptures very well you create these logical arguments just to agitate me a learned man who has thoroughly studied the scriptures cannot hesitate to accept shri krishna as the supreme personality of godhead if such a man argues about this matter certainly he must be doing so to agitate the minds of his opponents now again he is coming back to the fact that krishna is a source although yes everything is same as krishna not everything all the vishnu tattvas are same as krishna still krishna is the source and krishna is the fountain head of all incarnations and um, <clears throat> that he is establishing again and he is saying that anybody who really understands krishna uh, the scriptures cannot hesitate to accept sri krishna as a supreme personality of god if anybody doubts it that means he, he has not read enough or the knowledge has not been revealed enough to him by the bona fide acharyas because the knowledge is all there then why do people argue because it was not revealed to them why it was not revealed to them it depends on the sincerity of the person hmm. if he is open to receive knowledge from the bona fide sources he will have all the knowledge anybody of us the only reason why we may not have knowledge is because we are not sincere enough to accept and therefore krishna keeps it hidden if we are ready to accept this knowledge krishna will give us the facility to accept the knowledge he will give us the access to the guru who can give us the knowledge all right so next verse 109th verse shay krishna avatari vrajendra kumar apane chaitanya rupe koila avatar that same lord krishna the fountain head of all incarnations is known as the son of the king of vraja he has descended personally as lord sri chaitanya mahaprabhu that avatari who is not an avatar who is the source of all avatars he has descended as chaitanya mahaprabhu so chaitanya mahaprabhu is the complete sampurna bhagwan uh, but he came in the form of his own devotee so it's not even his amsha avatar or some you know some subsidiary avatars or shaktyavesh avatar no krishna himself that too in his adolescent youthful form that is chaitanya mahaprabhu because radha krishna pranaya vikriti that um, conjugal pastimes of radha and krishna that is only revealed in the youthful age and chaitanya mahaprabhu is the embodiment of radha krishna love uh, <clears throat> so that kishore swarup which is the um, adolescent form of krishna that form of krishna has accepted this chaitanya mahaprabhu's form i mean has uh, become chaitanya mahaprabhu 
अतएव चैतन्यगोषाय परतत्व सीमा तारे क्षीरोदशाए कही की तार महिमा therefore lord chaitanya is the supreme absolute truth to call him kshirodakshaya vishnu does not add to his glory ah. it may add to our knowledge of his glory our knowledge of his glory but it does not add to his glory now if you see a person without knowing his background you say hello how are you fine okay good okay but if somebody says hey you know who is this person who oh he is that uh, that great uh, government officer or he is you know like the famous writer or he is a famous actor or he is somebody who is you know a big big shot and suddenly your disposition towards him will change now that whatever it is that he is it did not add to his glory because that is his glory already but it added to our knowledge of his glory then we may understand oh chaitanya mahaprabhu if we see chaitanya mahaprabhu oh chaitanya mahaprabhu is the same as mahavishnu from whom the the in universes are coming out wow he is so great <laughs> mahavishnu is great but uh, krishna is the source of even mahavishnu so when you say krishna is oh mahavishnu you know krishna from his uh, you know uh, what is that in the mukundamala stotra also uh किंग कुलशेखर हेज सेड कृष्णादेव समुत्थितम जगदिदम कृष्ण सदा सोस्म्यहम फ्रॉम कृष्णा हेज एमिनेटेड ऑल दिस यूनिवर्सेस कृष्णादेव समुत्थितम एंड देन ही इन द फाइनल लाइन ऑफ दैट सेम वर्स 43rd वर्स ही सेज कृष्णे तिष्ठति विश्वमेतदखिलम सो इन कृष्णा इज द ऑल द एंटायर यूनिवर्स इज सिचुएटेड सो like yashoda mother yashoda when she saw in the mouth of krishna the entire universe the entire spiritual material world and she ho- she saw herself looking into krishna's mouth inside krishna's mouth she could not understand baffled completely baffled so what happened then was she was suddenly aroused to the greatness of krishna's personality and she was stunned her disposition changed because her knowledge of krishna's krishna has changed so that free flow of affection suddenly was halted interrupted so krishna again made her forget all that and again she accepted him as her son you see is a change by showing the uh, universe inside krishna's mouth it did not add to krishna's glory but it just exhibited his already exi- eternally existing glory which we may forget which we may uh, mistake which, which we may be uh, ignorant of or be fooled by seeing his human like form we may not you know understand that he is the same supreme personality of godhead so to remind us hey avajananti maam mudha manushim tanumashritam foolish people consider me as, as a ordinary human so he does these things to you know remind us it's not ordinary and he's also setting a bar because in the future there will be many so called incarnations who will say i am also incarnation then show something that like, like what krishna has shown he showed the vishwaroop and he showed the vishwam the whole universe inside his mouth when he was a child itself so and he lifted the govardhan hill with his left hand little finger all these things are 
not possible by any other so called avatars hmm. so he is setting the bar at the same time he is showing he is reminding people at the same time and he is doing his pastimes with his devotees playing with his devotees like mother yashoda at the same time so all these things he is doing at the same time in one pastime hmm. so it does not add to his glory but it adds to our knowledge of his glory or our so that the why because chaitanya mahaprabhu primarily dealt with ecstatic emotional outpourings of radharani and especially it will be more evident in the following verses in the purports you will see that there are many imitators i think i don't know i have not added that footage from um, sundagopal prabhu's um, 2019 early 2019 i think last year he went to bangladesh and when he came back or 2018 i don't know so he came back and there was a lot of footage of his uh, trip so part of the footage was there was this festival where you know um, prabhu was going to give a talk but then it was a you know in a you should understand it's a bangladesh village so in there there is vaishnav tradition is quite normal um but there are many imitators so there are there are professional chanting uh, kirtan groups they chant they sing they dance and they also develop not develop they exhibit these so called ecstatic symptoms they cry they suddenly they you know hari krishna hari krishna they start crying and then tears start coming out and then they hug each other and then they fall down you know as if you know like chaitanya mahaprabhu but after the whole thing is finished uh the whoever you know because usually they come they are invited by the you know just like in india especially in south india for example or even in north india you you call the priest right you call the priest to do some puja and after the puja is done you give the remuneration dakshin to the priest and done so similarly these kirtanwalas kirtan groups they come and after the this thing after kirtan they the the host whoever has organized the whole thing they he will pay them something and they will go out after they go out they smoke bidi and eat meat eat fish so how can they eat fish and smoke bidi and take uh, money for their kirtan and uh, develop ecstatic symptoms and their money is not going to some temple they are just having maintaining their own families with their money and they are eating meat and all that so it is a very crude form of vaishnavism vaishnavism has that's why until bhaktivinoda thakur came vaishnavism was in the dark ages after chaitanya mahaprabhu left it was only by the extensive efforts of bhaktivinoda thakur that vaishnavism came back to the fore of the religion and presented he because he presented it as the uh, summum bonum of all religious systems uh, what is that um, naam sankirtan um kaliyuger dharma uh, krishna nama sankirtan kaliyuger dharma uh, um what is that <coughs> krishna shakti vina nahi tar pravartan <laughs> says simple verse krishna shakti vina nahi tar pravartan krishna uh, what is that krishna nama sankirtan kaliyuger dharma the yuga dharma for the kaliyuga is the chanting of krishna's nama sankirtan it is actually the foremost of all religion for kaliyuga especially hmm. even in other forms of religion like even in 
say Islam or even Christianity, there is stress on the chanting of the name of God. Nam Namakari Bahudhani Jasarva Shaktis. There are innumerable names and each name is as potent as the other. And all these even different religions also, they have some name of God. Sometimes if they don't have, they can accept our name. But the name of God is there. And the stressing of the name, like in the Islam for example, there is namaz. Five times they pray. Actually, the whole, the real standard is 64 times they have to pray. 64, 32 times they have to pray every day. But they did a like, you know, kind of a, a concess, concession version, which is five. Just like we have 64 rounds, but we are chanting 16 rounds. So anyway, like they have some concession like that. But actually, the whole point is, Satatam kirtayam tomam, kirtaniya sadaharihi. Uh, uh, what is that? Um, Nityada, what is that? Uh, yeah. 1 to 14, yes, this is Therefore, with one-pointed attention, one should constantly hear about, glorify, remember and worship the personality of Godhead who is the protector of the devotees. So, this is especially Kirtan in this Kali Yuga is the primary um, Yuga Dharma and Bhaktivinoda Thakur presented it as such and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur spread all across India and Prabhupada has spread all across the world so uh, until then it was in the dark ages so anyway in that um, Sundagopal Prabhu's trip there was this professional Kirtan party which was doing this Kirtan and all exhibiting so-called ecstatic symptoms I removed that footage from the vlog that I did but because it's it's uh, it's not the proper thing. It's a disturbance to the real religious system. So, this is actually verily condemned by the bona fide Acharyas. Like, like Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Vishwana Chakravarti Thakur, Jiva Goswami, Rupa Goswami, and Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur and Srila Prabhupada. They thoroughly condemn now. Even Gaurgi Sudhas Babaji, Jagannath Das Babaji, all of them. All bona fide Acharyas will condemn such imitation. Uh, because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu primarily showed these ecstatic manifestations, now, if we don't understand that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna himself with all this Tattva Gyan, this, 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 this philosophy of Krishna and the greatness of his personality and the energies and all these signs of God. If we don't understand all these and understand Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's ecstatic manifestations in relation with all this knowledge, then we will try to imitate Chaitanya Mahaprabhu superficially with all the practiced crocodile tears. That will not be the gopis, you know, Mahabhav. That will be the crocodiles, crocodile Mahabhav. <laughs> so, so it's like that. <clears throat> so we have to become not a crocodile. We have to become a devotee. And to become a devotee, we have to understand this whole sign. That's why Srimad Bhagavatam, the 10th canto is only Mukharavindam, Dasama Prapullam, the... Um, Srimad Bhagavatam's 10th canto is a smiling face of the Lord. But before we get there, we have to read the first 9 cantos, which are the feet, the thighs, the, you know, the, the navel, the, the chest, the shoulders, the arms. Finally, it comes to the face. So, we have to um, understand the greatness of Krishna. And there is no difference between his 
pastime of uh, creation and destruction and his raslila although we may say raslila is the pinnacle of the all the pastimes it is but at the same time it is not because every other pastime is as purifying is as spiritual as any other pastime even his pastimes of material creation why how because why is this matter created so that to give facility for us so the whole point of creating this material world also is for our reformation so that we go back to the spiritual world <clears throat> so it's i ultimately the goal is spiritual so when the goal is spiritual even though matter may be used or anything may be used if the goal is krishna satisfaction that is spiritual so material world is also created for his pleasure only so that everybody can be brought back there and enjoy with him <clears throat> and also he comes here and exhibits specific pastimes like anger hmm. like narasimhadeva or any other so there is no anger in the spiritual world uh, that anger is exhibited here so in this way um, <clears throat> everything we have to understand properly we have to read purposefully the scriptures given by the acharyas we should not consider them like some people say say ah this um, um, the sahajiyas sahajiyas means those who think they have already reached the love of godhead where they have ecstatic symptoms and all they denounce or they desist or they condemn or condescend those devotees who are actually trying to read the scriptures they say ah you are like a you know mayavadi you are just you know just like when chaitanya mahaprabhu met sarvabhauma bhattacharya or prakashananda saraswati these prakashananda saraswati and sarvabhauma bhattacharya they are extensively they were extensively reading the vedas they were very very scholarly in fact prakashananda saraswati condemned chaitanya mahaprabhu he said in the beginning in the beginning before he became a devotee when he was still a mayavadi so he was a great mayavadi sanyasi he had 60000 disciples huge party and he was thoroughly learned prakashananda saraswati now he said when he saw chaitanya mahaprabhu first he said you know this boy is like 24 years old and just very young man immature young adult and he is in the prime of his youth and his senses will be the strongest at this time and he has given up everything and taken sanyas i doubt whether he will be able to even sustain his sanyas life because his senses are way too strong at this time that's one thing and the other thing is that that concerns me he said even sarvamatacharya's concern was like that he said he doesn't seem to read the vedas he's and he's chanting and you know he's singing and dancing like a sentimentalist material sentimentalist and he's crying and all these things he's uh, and he has this big following with him people are following him in thousands and he's setting up an example unprecedented example this is not good i must correct him so in this way prakashananda saraswati wanted to correct chaitanya mahaprabhu but of course he got corrected in the uh, in the end and he became a great devotee along with his 60000 disciples but uh, so he mistook chaitanya mahaprabhu for just a mere sentimentalist and he was reading the vedas so <laughs> now the flip side of that is of course when uh, met with prakashananda saraswati chaitanya mahaprabhu proved that devotional service is a super excellent um, form of uh, religion 
and he proved it from the vedas i mean he his scholarship is on he is i mean he is krishna himself he is the compiler of vedanta vedanta krit veda videvachaham so who can argue against him with vedas so he what he did he philosophically established the sankirtan movement when he met personalities like uh, sarvabhoom bhattacharya or prakashanand saraswati or like or such people now, it is not that our sankirtan movement does not have philosophical backing no it has such sound strong philosophical backing that nothing can stand before it and if we read srila jeeva goswami's shat sandarbha which is the six philosophical thesis honestly i did not read it but i read about it from prabhupad so there is um, what is that bhagavat sandarbha i don't i don't even remember the whole six sandarbhas the maybe maybe some of you can put in the comment section like you see so there is a krama sandarbha the bhagavat sandarbha bhakti sandarbha like this there are six sandarbhas so in those six sandarbhas jeeva goswami has elaborately scrutinizingly studied all philosophies and presented devotional service to krishna and especially the naam sankirtan which is the yuga dharma sankirtan yagya as the super excellent form of religion and with such thorough philosophical backing that nobody can refute it nobody there's no chance anymore because he had already answered all kinds of arguments that can come against it and he has provided argument and counter argument and counter arguments no scope for anybody to defeat anybody to defeat this this, this um, <coughs> devotional service as being the prime religious duty so the point is it has full philosophical backing scriptural backing now the persons who were so called reading scriptures they could not appreciate the ecstatic transformations of chaitanya mahaprabhu and they condemned and chaitanya mahaprabhu defeated them now the sahajiyas who are imitators of these ecstatic symptoms they have absolutely no knowledge and anybody who is trying to a devotee a devotee who is trying to understand scriptural knowledge from the acharyas and who does not exhibit those you know imitation ecstatic symptoms these so called sahajiya i mean not so called they are sahajiyas they consider themselves as pure because they are having this uh, you know all these ecstatic symptoms and when somebody is reading you know scriptures you say ah, you are like you know mayavadi just like that prakashananda saraswati you are interested in reading, reading vedanta but you have not come to the stage of experiencing the krishna's ecstatic emotions of krishna's um, krishna bhakti hmm you have to rise my friend you know they will they will be of that attitude you are still in the and as, especially there is one uh, now currently on the internet he is a is an american or i know where he come from gaurahari his name is gaurahari he does this on the internet he has a few fanatical stupid followers so he also is always coming on camera switching on the camera and started crying every time he will just switch on the camera and start crying and chanting and dancing in front of the camera i mean why do you have to switch on the camera you have to show off or what so and uh, they say his followers they they engage in illicit sex they engage in he, i mean the follower himself admitted i mean on camera in photos they kiss the man and woman they kiss each other and uh, they post that publicly on social media and when people condemn them devotees condemn them what nonsense you are doing in the name of devotional service what is this rubbish 
And I said, no, this is just casual sex, you know, we, we, we're not, it's not like a, you know, real relationship or something. It's, it's, a, it's an outpouring of love. What kind of nonsense is this? This is exactly what Sahaja is all about. This is the rubbish, animalistic mentality. And these so-called imitators, and they, and they cry. Each of these followers of that Gaurahari, that imitation Gaurahari, they, they chant and cry and cry and on camera. On camera they do that. And they say this is all, you know, ecstatic manifestations and even the embracing and all or kissing that is all just like, you know, the animals in the Jharkhand forest when, uh, when uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was going through them and all the tigers and deers, they all, you know, kissed each other and embraced. And this is also like that. They are saying like this. Huh? Rascals of the first order. They, here it is said, that's why, Shruti Smriti Puranadi, And in fact, one of his followers has been commenting on our on our classes. He, you know how he comments? He says everything is good, everything is nice. Yes, you all are doing nice. ISKM is doing very nice. Um, um, I want to show you something else. Gaurahari. He will say like this. He will put some positive comment on our classes and then he will invite us to his classes. His, his guru's classes, his stupid guru's classes. So... Uh, we blocked him and he I think commented in one of our uh, <laughs> lectures you know I am putting favorable comments and you are blocking me what is this um, we know his uh, intentions so here you see Srila Rupa Goswami writes in his Bhakti Samrata Sindhu Shruti Smriti Puranadi Pancharatra Vidhim Vina Aikantiki Harer Bhakti Utpata Yaiva Kalpate devotional service of the Lord that ignores the authorized Vedic literatures like the Upanishads, Puranas and Narada Pancharatra is simply an unnecessary disturbance in society. So these Sahajiyas, they do so-called devotional service completely in disregard to the scriptures. They have no character. They, you know, have many women around them and the women also, in they, these Kirtan parties have women also and the women, the men all, all are very frivolous with each other. They have illicit sex also going on. They have meat eating going on, they have intoxication going on, they drink also, alcohol. And they gamble, all these things they have. So, when their character is not based in, you know, according to the scriptural standards, and they show uh, all these tears and everything, what is the use? Hmm. This is thoroughly condemned by the Acharyas. So, in Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, he could establish his ecstatic manifestations with Shastric references. And his character was also spotless. These people are not like that. Uh, but they have this skewed perspective of this pastime of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, where Prakashananda Saraswati tried to uh, belittle Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, where when he was a scholar. So they also treat any others who are so-called scripturally involved, I mean they study scriptures, devotional scriptures, and when they condemn these so-called ecstatic symptoms, they say you are like Prakashananda Saraswati condemning the ecstatic symptoms. Huh? They completely, it's totally different. Uh, so this is very carefully, this has to be noted. Hmm. Yeah, the six Sandarbhas are mentioned. So I'll just put it on the screen. So you can see here, the six Sandarbhas are Tattva Sandarbha, Bhagavat Sandarbha, Paramatma Sandarbha, Krishna Sandarbha, Bhakti Sandarbha and Preeti Sandarbha. 
So these are the six ecstatic, I mean six uh, sandarbhas, sorry. <coughs> that is Jiva Goswami's work. So anyway, this is all uh, has to be, this all has to be com- completely understood. So to call him Shirodakashai, uh, Vishnu does not add to his glory, but it adds to our knowledge of his glory. And it creates a sense of reverence, which is helpful. Why? When Chaitanya, he said Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is the same Krishna, who is the source of the impersonal Brahman, the Paramatma, and he is the Bhagavan, Swayam Bhagavan. Now, why did he explain the different potencies of Krishna? And you will see more later on, like Nityananda Prabhu and um, even Advaita Prabhu. He explains about Mahavishnu and everything. Why he has to explain if it doesn't add to the glory? So that we will attain some reverence for Maha, uh, Advaita Prabhu. Otherwise, we'll see Advaita, Advaita Acharya as an old man, you know, who's just in the Sankirtan party, who was dancing. But we will not understand. So, although it does not add to his glory that oh, he is Mahavishnu, it is it is his eternal fact. But it adds to our knowledge so that we can become reverent, and that mood is good for us. Therefore, before even understanding Krishna's pastimes, there is the nine cantos of Srimad Bhagavatam which will cause us a sense, a sheer sense of reverence for Krishna and his personality. Huh? And with that understanding, with understanding that he is a Supreme Personality and then when we read the Raslila, then that is different than just trying to understand his Raslila without understanding his greatness. Then we will also try to imitate that <coughs> because there is hardly any difference between a boy and girl, uh, I mean seemingly, seemingly to our imperfect stupid eyes. Uh, there is no difference between the ordinary boy and girl relationship of this world and Radha and Krishna relationship and other gopis. So, we may immediately mistake them and you know equate them to absolutely abominable activities in this material world. So, for that this knowledge is required. That's why all these things are explained. Shaita bhaktir vakya nahe vyabhichari shakal sambhave tate Jati Avatari. But such words from the lips of a sincere devotee cannot be false. All possibilities abide in him for he is the primeval Lord. Um, in other words, he is saying Chaitanya, to call Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Shirodakashaya Vishnu does not add to his glory. But such words from the lips of a sincere devotee cannot be false. If Krishna, if a devotee says Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Shirodakashaya Vishnu, it, is, it cannot be false. <clears throat> because all possibilities abide in him. Even though those which are impossibilities for us are possibilities for him. Without a problem. That's why for us, we try to, you know, <clears throat> say nothing is impossible to just prep ourselves up. Prep ourselves up. So, um, we say nothing is impossible to motivate ourselves. Nothing is impossible is different from saying impossible is nothing which is the quote for the tagline for Adidas brand. <clears throat> they say impossible is nothing. I never really thought about it. What is this impossible is nothing? Why are they saying like that? They should say nothing is impossible, right? Then one day I just thought, I mean, what went into their thought process that they said impossible is nothing? When I saw, when I was reading Prabhupada's books, then I looked back and then I, I, I saw it to, at the quote, oh, impossible is nothing. That means, 
nothing is impossible is like saying okay we can do it but when we say impossible is nothing it's like it's not just can do it doing it is nothing it's like child's play impossible is child's play you know like that <clears throat> so for us whatever may be impossible for krishna it's nothing so all possibilities abide in him for he is the primeval lord अवतारीर देहे सब अवतारेर स्थिति केहो कोनो मते कहे जेमन जार मति अवतारीर देहे सब अवतारेर स्थिति केहो कोनो मते कहे जेमन जारे मति ऑल अदर इनकारनेशंस आर सिचुएटेड इन पोटेंशियल फॉर्म इन द ओरिजिनल बॉडी ऑफ द प्राइमेवल लॉर्ड दिस इज द थिंग यू सी ऑल द वी विल सी द बंगाली एक्चुअली avatarir dehe inside the body of the avatarir avatari means krishna sab avatarer sthiti every other avatar is within the body of krishna so when krishna comes into this world all the kshirodakshay vishnu the garbhodakshay vishnu the mahavishnu the narayan everybody is inside his body already so there is absolutely no uh, nothing wrong in saying that he is kshirodakshay vishnu बिकॉज अवतारीर देहे सब अवतारेर स्थिति के हो कौन मते को है जेमन जार मती सो ऑल अदर इनकारनेशन आर सिचुएटेड इन द पोटेंशियल फॉर्म इन द ओरिजिनल बॉडी ऑफ द प्राइमेबल लॉर्ड दस अकॉर्डिंग टू वंस ओपिनियन वन मै एड्रेस हिम एज एनी एनी वन ऑफ द इनकारनेशन दिस इज द रीजन वाई पर्पोर्ट इट इज नॉट कॉन्ट्रोडिक्टरी फॉर अ डिवोटी टू कॉल द सुप्रीम लॉर्ड बाई एनी वन ऑफ द वेरियस नेम्स ऑफ हिज प्लेनरी एक्सपेंशन बिकॉज द ओरिजिनल पर्सनैलिटी ऑफ गॉड हेड इंक्लूड्स ऑल सच कैटेगरीज सिंस द प्लेनरी एक्सपेंशन एक्जिस्ट विद इन द ओरिजिनल पर्सन वन मे कॉल हिम बाई एनी ऑफ दीज नेम्स इन श्री चैतन्य भागवत मध्य मध्यखंड सिक्स डॉट नाइन्टी फाइव लॉर्ड चैतन्य सेज आई वॉज लाइंग अ स्लीप इन द ओशन ऑफ मिल्क but i was awakened by the call of nada mai shri advaita prabhu here the lord refers to his form as kshirodakshaya vishnu chaitanya mahaprabhu himself let's see if we can actually open that up because why not okay just give me a second huh Just change my. Uh... Okay. Now let's see this um, this thing here. 
what he says here is very interesting this is chaitanya bhagavat i don't know if you can fully see it because oh you cannot fully see it all right one second okay there you go chaitanya bhagavat cb madhyakhanda 6.96 uh, 95 see सुतिया क्षीर सागर भीतरे निद्रा भंग मोर तुम्हार हूंकार चैतन्य महाप्रभु टोल अद्वैताचार्य आई वॉज स्लीपिंग इन द ओशन ऑफ मिल्क बट यू आर लाइड लाउड क्राइस ब्रोक माई स्लीप आई थिंक लेट मी ब्रिंग इट आई थिंक नाउ इट्स सॉरी दिस इज वॉट इज से <clears throat> so in this way he um, made a joke but you see he referred to himself as shirada bhai vishnu that is the point okay <clears throat> next krishna ke kahoe keho naranarayan keho kahoe krishna hoye sakshat vaman so 2.112 is very important avatarir dehe shab avatarir sthiti so that's why shri prabhupada said when krishna comes all the avatars are merging merged into his body already so krishna although he comes as avatar avatar like from shridukshay vishnu but he comes taking shridukshay vishnu in his body already like that so there's nothing wrong in calling shridukshay vishnu as krishna but still his origin so anyway 113 krishna ke kahoe keho krishna ke kahoe keho narnarayan keho kahe krishna hoy sakshat vaman some say that shri krishna is directly narnarayan others say that he is directly vamana keho kahe krishna kshirodashay avatar asambhav nahi satya vachan sabar some say that krishna is the incarnation of kshirodashay vishnu none of these statements are imp- is impossible each is as correct as the others after spending so much time in re- refuting those statements now he's saying that each is as correct as the others at the same time but still we will uh, establish the point that krishna is the source of all vishnu but sometimes you know <laughs> some uh, vaishnavas or some you know they they wanted to have some uh, they will have some kind of uh, even hindus for example they say um because prabhupada explained in the hare krishna mahamantra the rama it refers to balaram so some hindus they were like they came, they came to prabhupada and asked the question is the ram referring to balaram or ramachandra same it's all the same there's nothing difference <laughs> so that is the thing that whether balaram or ramachandra is not different but balaram is the original um, source of even ramachandra and every other every other chaturvyuha narayan every, everything else Balram is the first expansion from Krishna. So none of these statements is impossible. Each is as correct as the others. The Lagu Bhagavatam Rita five or three eighty three states. Now I just read this verse prior to this class, and it happens to be a sixteen syllables verse. 
I do not know the tune for 16 syllables, <clears throat> but because it is double of 8 syllables, I can just treat it as two 8 syllable verses, one 16 syllable verse. So I'll just try to chant it like that. Ata eva puranado kechinarasakatmatam Mahendranujatam kechit kechit kshirabdhishayitam Sahasra shirshatam kechit kechit vaikunthanathatam Bruyuhu Krishna samunayas tattad vrityanugaminaha This is like two eight syllable verses, but it's one sixteen syllable verse. Maybe there's a definitely there must be a tune for sixteen syllables, which I don't know. So, translation, according to the intimate relationships between, between Sri Krishna, the primeval Lord and his devotees, the Puranas describe him, uh, uh, by, describe him by various names. Sometimes he is called Narayan, sometimes Upendra, Vamana, the younger brother of Indra, king of heaven, and sometimes Kshirodakashai Vishnu, sometimes he is called the thousand-hooded Sheshanag, and, some, <clears throat> and sometimes the Lord of Vaikuntha. <clears throat> so, this is the Laghu Bhagavatamrita. According to them, how the devotee wants to see him. I will give you a good example. Uh, this is in the Srimad Bhagavatam actually. In the first canto, ninth chapter. Let us see Bhishma Dev, how he sees Krishna just before he leaves. I think maybe 42 maybe. I can't seem to find a verse where he sees Krishna as a four-handed form. He sees Krishna in a four-handed form. Um, find a verse maybe you can help me out <clears throat> all right so anyway Vishma Dev he saw Krishna in his eternal 400 and Krishna actually exhibited himself in the 400 form to Bhishma let me just see 
Krishna, four-handed Bhishma. Um. Just hold on, huh? we're seeing it somewhere here. Yes, one nine twenty four. Found it. Sadeva Devo Bhagavan Pratikshatam Kalevaram Yavadidam Hinomyaham Prasannahasarunalochanolasan Mukhambujo dhyana pathas chaturbhujaha. Chaturbhujaha, you see? <clears throat> 1924. May my Lord, who is four handed and whose beautifully decorated lotus face with eyes as red as the rising sun, is smiling, kindly await me at, the, at that moment when I quit this material body. See, Bhishmadev knew well that Lord Krishna is the original Narayan. His worshipable deity was four handed Narayan. But he knew that four-handed Narayan is a plenary expansion of Lord Krishna. Indirectly, he desired Lord Sri Krishna to manifest himself in his four-handed feature of Narayan. A Vaishnava is always humble in his behavior. Although it was sent person certain that Bhishmadeva was approaching Vaikuntha Dham just after leaving his material body, still as a humble Vaishnava, he desired to see the beautiful face of the Lord. For after quitting the present body, he might not be in a position to see the Lord anymore. A Vaishnava is not puffed up, although the Lord guarantees his pure devotee entrance into his abode. Here Bhishmadeva says, as long as I do not quit this body. This means that the great general would quit the body by his own will. He was not being forced by the laws of nature. Anyway, this is another thing. But he desired that the Lord stay before him in his four-handed Narayan feature, so that he might concentrate upon him and thus be in trance in that meditation. So you see, he wanted to see Krishna in four-handed form. So the, he, Chaturbhuja, he said, Mukhambujo dhyana pathas chaturbhuja. So, this is the exact thing what I am saying. And Krishna fulfilled his desire also. Hmm. Next, uh, 115th verse. Keho kohe paravyome narayan hari sakal sambhave krishne jate avatari. Some call him hari or the Narayan of the transcendental world. Everything is possible in Krishna, for he is the primeval Lord. Sabha Shrota Ganer Kari Charanavandan Eshab Siddhanta Shuno Kari Ekaman I offer my obeisances under the feet of all who hear or read this discourse. Kindly hear with attention the conclusion of all these statements. Purport Prostrating himself at the feet of his readers, the author of Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, and treats them in all humility to hear with rapt attention these conclusive arguments regarding the Absolute Truth. One should not fail to hear such arguments, for only by such knowledge can one perfectly know Krishna. Now, after this comes a very important verse, 2.117. Siddhanta bolya chitte nakara alas, iha hoite krishne lage sudridham manas. A sincere student should not neglect the discussion of such conclusions, considering them controversial, but for such discussions, strengthen the mind. 
thus one's mind becomes attached to Sri Krishna. One of the devotees, um, we gave him some service. So, the service was uh, to translate. You know, we had a video in uh, about the refuting the arguments of uh, Zakir Nayak, that Muslim preacher, because he was quoting Vedas out of context and trying to prove that Vedas preach Muslim religion, something like that. So, we did a video, I think many of you already know, a one-hour video by Nimanithai Prabhu from China. And it has garnered over, over maybe by now maybe almost 200,000 views on that YouTube video. Um, many people in the comment section were asking us to translate the video into other languages and especially Hindi. So we gave this uh, service to someone, a devotee. So one of those devotees, we gave in parts to many devotees. So one of the devotees, you know, he put up a valid, valid question. So he said, uh, I don't want to listen to this uh, Zakir Naik's words because they're all offensive to Krishna. So I don't want to be contaminated by that. So I don't want to hear those words and I don't want to read his whatever he has said. So I don't want to do this service. So, of course, we explained to him. So the thing is, here this this verse, I showed him this verse also. Siddhanta bolya chitya na alas, iha hoite krishna lage manas. A sincere student should not neglect the discussion of such conclusions, considering them controversial. For such discussions strengthen the mind. Thus one's mind becomes attached to Sri Krishna. So, when there is opposition, arguments, then we should study them. And actually, if you see the Shatsandarbha of Jiva Goswami, he does exactly that. He presents the truth first and then he presents the argument for the truth. No, he presents the truth, he explains the truth. Then he presents the argument against that explanation. And then he presents the counter-argument, countering that argument against the explanation. So he completely defeats whatever argument that may be offered. He completely defeats from every single angle possible. <clears throat> then you will get strength. Now, if, if I say that I don't want to hear, I don't want to listen to this um, Zakir Naik's <coughs> talks. Yeah, we also say that, don't listen to his talk. I mean, misleading, especially about the Vedas, right? So, if we hear about Krishna or the Vedas from anybody, not only Zakir Naik, but anybody who is not a devotee of Krishna, huh? then it will always be misleading. Even if it's a Hindu, you know, it doesn't matter. It will be misleading. That, yes. But because his words are quoted and the explanation refuting those words is given by a devotee, it is worth hearing. Hmm. In fact, it strengthens our mind. But if we, just re if we just hear from a person who has a deviant philosophy and if we don't reinforce or if we don't counteract those things um, with our philosophy, with our standard bona fide Acharya's philosophy, then yes, our mind may be misled. Like, for example, Srila Prabhupada, he many times offers, I mean, he presents so many arguments that the Mayavadis would give. Yeah? But he presents them and he refutes them with a sound Vaishnava philosophy and scriptural evidence. 
so when that kind of presentation is made that is uh, very good uh, in fact here it is said we should not neglect the discussion of such conclusions considering considering them controversial for such discussions strengthen the mind in fact you will be better equipped now that if somebody comes with this argument instead of not knowing how to counter it you will know exactly how to counter it this is education right so this is very important and if we say that oh i don't want to listen to this uh, this fellow because he's speaking against krishna well if we are supposed to do book distribution for example suppose we go out on the street to sell books whom are we going to meet of course some people will be innocent they will hear you out and then they will purchase a book some people will come to argue and they will have some um, offensive philosophy right they will you know say something which is nasty so how can you counter it or can you just say no no i don't want to listen to this person i don't want to listen to this person what kind of you have to just like prabhupad when he was presented with something some rascaldom and he immediately countered it sometimes you hear prabhupad in the end of his lecture question and answer session they will ask some stupid question just to make fun of him or you know just to challenge him he will shout at them uh, in uh, while answering because especially with indians and not in the west so much at all especially indians because they think they are too smart they always challenging think they better than prabhupad so he got especially angry with indians who who act like this uh, so you see this is the thing so we have to be um uh, well equipped with all kinds of arguments otherwise there will be a doubt in our mind you know oh he if he says that if we don't have an argument it's like mm, no man man just 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 forget it but if somebody says something then our mind will be disturbed so this is called a weak mind a weak uh, understanding of krishna consciousness so that's why it is said such discussions strengthen the mind they make the mind strong um this is like um, uh, any metal if you want to make it strong you got to heat it and then you got to put water and then you beat it and then in the heat and then cold and then beat it so why they do like this repeated this way that way this way that way cold and hot and beating cold and hot and beating cold and hot and beating that will strengthen the metal hmm. so uh, we have to be exposed to all these things how a, a a warrior becomes a warrior unless he of course he can train as much as he wants sparring and all that but the real experience of a real fight will happen when he actually fights and a warrior a great warrior is he like bhishma dev for example or arjuna why they are called great warriors because they fought so many wars and they won great great wars they fought and they won and that's how that's how they got their reputation of being great warriors so unless you engage in that warfare you will not become proficient at it you have to face the opponent anyway we are facing the opponent all the time maya all the time <laughs> so in fact this is also maya's dictation that oh i don't want to do this service because that guy is speaking in the middle but then all around it the devotee is speaking so that is also maya's attack actually and we are succumbing to that we don't want to um, i mean that devotee of course he understood later on but you know in the beginning especially the understanding was not pakka not you know on track 
so in the beginning i was thinking oh um this is uh, this will become offensive because i'll hear that person no in fact by translating it into, into hindi translating it into hindi and all the whole video you will be not only benefiting by doing the service but you will be helping so many other souls who will hear that in hindi and then you know get more strength in the understanding of this uh, philosophy you see you're not only strengthening yourself but you're strengthening so many others hmm, such a glorious service preaching means to face the challenges Fe- preaching means not just to be a coward so we have to uh, understand these arguments and present them presenting is another whole different ball game sometimes we may understand it when we hear it but if we are asked to present it we, we will fumble again we may say oh i am not as proficient enough but how will we get proficient unless you fumble and present it never mind fumble and present um eventually uh, it will become as in with practice with you know with constant doing it then only we will become better at it that's the only way hmm it's not that i will come to a place of knowledge where i will be completely able to refute everything and then i will go out preaching no it doesn't work like that we learn so many things while going out and preaching sometimes i mean my experience i'm telling our our devotees here any devotee who goes out to preach and distribute books they will have this um, this realization so when they go out they will distribute because sometimes people buy books and you are happy and sometimes sometimes they don't you become you know a little bit despondent and then sometimes people come to argue and sometimes you don't know how to argue back and we come back home with fully disturbed mind <laughs> not home come back to the temple so of course temple is our home so you come back to the temple with a disturbed mind are i could not defeat this person this the person i should have said this i should have said that and sometimes we are not even sure what to even say like he he said this what what can i say what should i say you know he he defeated me you know like that and then we come to the temple and then we go to prabhu sundagopal prabhu and we ask him prabhu today this person said like this what to say and then he will start showing all the scriptural evidences this and that oh okay 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 next time i'll defeat this person then next time we'll go and meet that person or similar person who talks similarly but because we are in the mood of defeating that person with full ego krishna makes us forget again and this time also we get <laughs> we'll get defeated by the person ah i should have said this why didn't i say this ah this argument did not come to my mind that did not come or ah we just frustrated so we will fumble and fumble and fumble until we become humble and then yes we can we can preach <laughs> so so it's all about practice hmm. so then only we become but we have to hear we have to deal with it we cannot run away from it we can hide from it we cannot close our eyes like the rabbit or put our head under the sand like the ostrich when there is when there is danger the rabbit just closes its eyes okay i don't see the danger there is no danger okay done <laughs> that's not done or the ostrich huh? okay put the hand under the put the head under the sand okay now i don't see anything there is nothing so our not seeing of anything does not remove the danger or our not facing the problem will not remove the problem the problem is our mind is full of khachada whether that person will remember i mean uh, take our explanation or whether the guy leaves without 
you know or arguing or cursing us whatever it is we have to stand for krishna and the bona fide acharyas and the krishna's bona fide philosophy that is what preaching is all about yeah it may sometimes be preaching to the faithless but then sometimes that is needed so arguments have to be done uh, sometimes it can ends up in argument like even prabhu pad when some faithless person uh, short i mean uh, he i mean uh, asked a question in a lecture he still answered sometimes it may be by way of chastisement by some way sometimes being humble you know sometimes uh, different ways so he answered he still dealt with it because when you are in front of the person you can't avoid that person oh this person is envious let me let me walk out suppose you are distributing a book and then say hey, how can you say krishna is god <gasps> this is envious person okay distribute book to this person no <laughs> you have to answer it and as well preaching comes <laughs> and that's how we hone our skills of preaching also that's how chaitanya mahaprabhu will bless us when we are making that effort to serve him um and that's when chaitanya mahaprabhu will become happy and then that's where we become jare dekha tare kaho krishna upadesh whomever you meet whomever you see talk to him about krishna whether he likes it or not prabhu i am speaking to him about krishna until now our friendship was good but now it is becoming a little bit sour prabhu what should i do what should i do let it be don't worry about your friendship with that person worry about your friendship with krishna because ultimately he is your real friend hmm? so hridam sarvadehinam sarvadam sarvabhutanam um, the devotees and krishna they are your real friends what if this friendship becomes spoiled if you don't want to spoil that friendship then you are spoiling krishna, your friendship with krishna because krishna is your friend but then you are presenting you are not presenting him to that person and you are not inducing that person to serve krishna because krishna is a friend of that person also but this person is now somehow envious or somehow not very you know he's a little bit reluctant but somehow he's at least you know dealing with you and you have to deal with him and you have to present krishna as it is you cannot compromise on krishna's side now how you bring that person he in to krishna uh, you have to you know tactfully do it but at the same time you cannot compromise so when you are preaching krishna will want to see because krishna whether that person gets convinced or not is not within your control suppose he gets convinced it is not your glory it is krishna he is you know he is of course the devotee another devotee would always glorify the another devotee who can convince others like prabhupada convinced us right that is prabhupada's power but when we are doing it if i think or oh, this person i i convince this person i am such a great devotee you know oh, that is rubbish <clears throat> so we should always understand that that person cannot be convinced unless krishna allows him to be convinced because even your best explanation now like for example this is what this is also something that happens with preachers with those book distributors now we go out and after many fumbling and fumbling one time we hit the you know we hit the right note we tell something and the person really like understands it wow this was good you you explain explanation was very good thank you very much i am going to buy this book they take the book and our ego just from level 1 to level 99 oh i have convinced this person <laughs> to take bhagavad gita yes i am a super big time now next another person comes he will also ar- uh, offer some argument and then we'll we've already now gotten the answer right what we told the other person we'll repeat the same thing to this person nothing works and he says stupid fool what nonsense you're talking about he will say are then our ego is just like hurt 
these are all experiences of those who go out you know <laughs> so this is um, so it, it it just shows that the same thing you told two different people but one person accepted one person did not why if your explanation is the cause for that person's acceptance then um, well every person should be accepted that should be a recipe right okay you just can teach everybody okay anybody who comes you just say this he will accept it he will become pure devotee finish why there's no such thing why because <laughs> ultimately that person how much he is receptive yes what you may say is correct we are not saying that you will say something out of the hopefully you know something out of the philosophy you will say something which is bona fide so repeat what prabhupada said you will you know show some quote show some shlokas you will do everything but still one person accepts one person doesn't this is the parmatma how much he allows how much that person is sincere how much that person is uh, surrendering all these things matter so we would have no control over what the other person will say or think so when I, so if if it doesn't depend on our explanation what does it depend on it depends on the parmatma yes so why should i preach parmatma will preach to him no why should i open my mouth i should open my mouth so that i will serve krishna not whether he will be convinced or he will be not i should serve krishna properly hmm. for my own purification i am speaking to him so that i should serve krishna like just like the war of kurukshetra krishna asked arjuna you must fight you stand and fight you stand and fight so many times why uh, it's not that eh, krishna is all powerful no krishna will do everything let him fight no let him why should i be bothered no when we fight then that is our service at least we got some now arjuna got a skill of archery if he doesn't fight for krishna what he will use that skill for what he will use for he has to use it for krishna service right so krishna has created an opportunity where his talent can be used in krishna service <clears throat> and he not only fought he did many many things not only arjun i mean kunti devi pandavas and innumerable devotees they did so many so many things yeah. just like uh, shri prabhupada just yesterday or something i saw that quote i mean many times but yesterday also it was shared by one, in one of our whatsapp groups so shri prabhupada explained nicely that hanuman he was a monkey he was asked to bring the sanjivani herb but he was not a doctor he was not dr hanuman uh, he was vanar hanuman ramdoot hanuman but hmm? he went he didn't he was not doctor so he did not know what uh, he did not study medicine so he did not know what was sanjivani herb so what he did yeah, lift up the whole hill and bring no who, who knows what is sanjivani they will pick up ram and lakshman they will pick up this thing or the whoever knows they will pick up so he did his service to his capacity Uh, a doctor capacity means he knows what medicine to bring but he is not a doctor but he was told that this is where you will find the medicine okay this is where you will find the medicine okay this this place itself i will take there <laughs> he was that who he could do a doctor cannot do that doctor cannot lift the hill and fly all the way back to you know this this uh, shore uh, on the other side of the india so he did it in his own way so what is possible what is within our thing we should serve it now you may say ah yes i will use my talent in krishna service just like arjuna uh, he shot his arrow 
he could shoot and then he shot that so my talent prabhu my ta- you are asking me to preach uh, my talent is not to speak or to preach or anything my talent is to just uh, do maybe some um, some garlands or some you know, how can you ask me to preach well it is like this hanuman's expertise was not medicine it was not his forte his forte is how to throw big big stones mountains punch people burn burn you know places that is his you know power he will do big big things you know big big fights with big massive rakshasas he will fight kumbhakarna and all that that he can do punch and throw and you know uh, kick and carry big big huge herculean task he can do medicine is not his forte but he was asked to do something which was not his which was not his uh, comfort zone but what he did he did it in his own way oh this mountain has herbs let me take the mountain because that's what he can do <laughs> still it was effective right so <clears throat> when we try to do the order that is given to us when we are given an order by the spiritual master by the diksha guru or shiksha guru <clears throat> when we are given an order even though we may not be proficient we should just try to execute it and krishna will give us intelligence how to do it now he went to the mountain and he saw i don't know how to what to do you know i don't know which is sanjeevani which is not i know how many types of plants are here i cannot even count then krishna gave him intelligence carry the whole mountain so purpose served but in a different way than expected so krishna will give intelligence so we have to take the order of the spiritual master and just do it even if it's not in our comfort zone just do it and krishna will give us intelligence how somehow or other if we do it sincerely krishna will give all success and even if it, we do not become successful so just like jatayu he fought with ravan when he was carrying sita he fought with uh, ravan and ravan with his sword cut his two wings off and he fell down and he died and he said i am a failure i could not serve you hmm? and ram said no in the last moments ram was there in fact that itself is success who for whom ram will come in the last moment and show his own form to him jatayu saw the form the beautiful eyes of lord ram as he was passing away lotus eyes of lord ram and that is perfection so ram said you have given your life for me that is never a loss there itself he said sakradeva prapanno yastavasmit chayachate abhayam sarvada tasmay dadam etad vratam mama vratam means my vow is that i will give fearlessness to anybody who just surrenders to me just once and jatayu did and that's it i mean he was a close friend already of dasharath but anyway you see he gave his life seemingly he was a, he was a failure he could not save sita he could not maintain his life he could not help ram in the whole war he died before that way before that practically he did almost nothing but ram ramchandra bhagwan he took it as complete self surrender he gave my life he he gave his life for me atmanivedan he sacrificed his life for me that's it there is no time in the future there where my protection for him will never be there there will be no time that is his vow this is krishna so we will never be a failure even though we may be a seeming failure even though we may be not comfortable in the service we are given when we just do it because it's the order somehow just like that other example of chaitanya mahaprabhu when he went to south india uh, one brahman was reading he could not read he was illiterate 
everybody was laughing at him look at this mahapandit reading bhagavad gita look at him everybody was laughing at him huh? <laughs> then he was crying he was crying not because everybody was bullying him and chaitanya mahaprabhu saw him he was not a sissy okay devotees are not sissies by the way so chaitanya mahaprabhu saw him and he said oh my dear brahmana uh, you are reading bhagavad gita yes i am trying to read my guru asked me to read so i cannot disobey my guru but the problem is i don't know how to read i'm illiterate so um chaitanya mahaprabhu said well if you're illiterate and you cannot read you cannot understand all these things so i see you are crying why are you crying then he said see when i see this picture of krishna and arjuna and i see krishna became the charioteer of arjuna a driver for arjuna and um, he has become a servant for arjuna just because arjuna was a devotee krishna was the supreme personality of godhead who is the owner of all lakshmis millions of lakshmis who is the you know biggest richest and most powerful person became became a menial driver for his devotee when i see this i cannot stop crying for this reason he was crying not that you know every oh brahmanas all <laughs> they are all you know cursing me they are all making fun of me like that you know he was not a sissy <laughs> devotees are never sissies so this is nothing for them insult all is nothing for them i mean we have seen the examples right even humiliated also they or even urinated upon also they will not protest that much you know devotees they tolerate but why he was crying crying because of ecstatic emotions then chaitanya mahaprabhu when he heard that oh he embraced him you have understood bhagavad gita now he reading was not his forte i mean completely illiterate i mean what you can read but guru gave order try somehow sincerely he was trying and he actually got the ultimate aim of reading all the bhagavad gita so we should just try even though we may, be, may not be eventually krishna will give us all success anyway so a sincere student should not neglect the discussion of such conclusions considering them controversial for such discussions strengthen the mind thus one's mind becomes attached to sri krishna there are many purport there are many students who in spite of reading the bhagavad gita misunderstand krishna because of imperfect knowledge and conclude him to be an ordinary historical personality this one must not do one should be particularly careful to understand the truth about krishna if because of laziness one does not come to know krishna conclusively one will be misguided about the cult of devotion like those who declare themselves advanced devotees and imitate transcendental symptoms sometimes observed in liberated souls so they imitate symptoms that are otherwise only found in liberated souls and as i told you all the crying and you know rolling over and embracing and all that and then after the smoking beedi and having a dozen girlfriends and all that so this kind of uh, imitation is done by people who are lazy because of laziness one does not come to know krishna conclusively one will one will be misguided by the cult about the cult of devotion like those who declare themselves advanced devotees and imitate the transcendental symptom uh, symptoms sometimes observed in liberated souls although the use of thoughts ah this is another important thing now here it is said that we should um consider these arguments you know not considering considering them as controversial we should study these arguments and 
our mind will be strengthened but here it is said you see although the use of thoughts and arguments is the most suitable process for inducing an uninitiated person to become a devotee neophytes in devotional service must always alertly understand krishna through the vision of the revealed scriptures the bona fide devotees and the spiritual master arguments are good for is in fact it is said is a most suitable process a most suitable process for inducing an uninitiated person to become a devotee that means not those who are not devotees yet you know because they are in the mental realm of speculation so we have to use arguments we have to use analogies and all these things to make him understand once he gets into the fold of being a devotee then for a neophyte devotee who has accepted the uh, fundamental truths of krishna being the supreme personality of godhead i am his eternal servant when he has started to accept these things then he should not rely on those arguments again he should not rely on arguments alone and he now thinks that is a big arguer and he goes on arguing no now his knowledge on and also he should not argue with the spiritual master in the beginning before he became a devotee he must have argued with argued with some devotee and the devotee devotee defeated him in argument and somehow he accepted devotional life okay you know what i think you're right then he started a life as a devotee but now as a devotee he should not argue with the spiritual master and you know like that should not be done so that then he has to become pranipata now uh, all this questioning and all these things until he surrenders when once he surrenders it is now acceptance he can question but pariprashnena submissive inquiry hmm. not like challenging not trying to prove the spiritual master wrong no it is questioning with the understanding that the spiritual master is having all the knowledge and if i ask him serving him and surrendering to him and submissively ask him then i will get my answer that's why for a neophyte devotee especially for advancing devotee where should he be relying on getting his knowledge from not simply debates no or arguments or challenges no three things neophytes in devotional service must always alertly understand krishna through the vision of the revealed scriptures shastra the bona fide devotee sadhu and the spiritual master guru guru sadhu shastra these three things should be the source of knowledge for the devotees next unless one hears about shri krishna from such authorities one cannot make advancement in devotion to shri krishna ah um. the revealed scriptures mention nine means of attaining devotional service of which the first and foremost is hearing from authority shravanam from authority that too we have to not from anybody else the seed of devotion this is very important now for devotees also i mean especially for us the seed of devotion cannot sprout unless watered by the process of hearing and chanting now as devotees we have at least accepted krishna consciousness as the um way of life but now if we many times it so happens that a person before he comes to krishna consciousness he will read prabhupada's books like very intensely but once he reads and then he becomes a devotee once he is engaged in devotional service then he somehow stops at that reading many devotees do this in the beginning they read a lot of you know and then when they come to devotional service then they somehow stop such devotees although they have started to come into devotional service they will not advance very much and after many many years 
they will still do the same mistakes and then they 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 commit offenses they uh, don't improve and this is because of no reading why the seed of devotion cannot sprout unless watered by the process of hearing and chanting so however possible please make it a point of reading prabhupada's books every single day now you may say i don't have time my day is so busy okay then listen audio there are audio books of prabhupad there are lectures of prabhupad conversations of prabhupad so sometimes when you are just out and about huh you of course you have to put some effort it is i'm not saying it's easy but you have to do it i mean is it easy to go back to godhead but it has already been made so easy that we just have to open our mouth and chant and open our ears and hear our ears are already open but it's all rubbish is going inside but we have to get this knowledge inside hmm so we have to some how or other incorporate prabhupad's reading books uh, reading prabhupad's books every single day in our lives we have to make a conscious effort we have to be very introspective very watchful of how we are using our time somewhere there will be available time which we are not noticing sankhyapurvaka gana nama gana natibhi it is said in the case of six goswamis they are doing everything regular in fact i was hearing shri prabhupad's conversation today morning today morning yesterday morning i was listening to a prabhupad's conversation so prabhupad was explaining very nicely that we have to do everything in devotional service in a scheduled and regulated way there has to be some routine work so 16 rounds is routine work there is no it's not that you must only do 16 rounds to won't do 17 rounds no such thing <laughs> as much as possible probably why not 1600 rounds uh, but 16 rounds is a minimum that is like a vow that's like a, a regulation so these kind of regulations we have to put for ourselves now 16 rounds is one of them okay then uh, of course the four principles are there now in the six goswami's case they have సంఖ్యాపూర్వక నామగాన నతిభి నతిభి మీన్స్ ఒబిసెన్సెస్ ఆల్సో దే వర్ కౌంటింగ్ సో ఎవ్రీ డే దే మస్ట్ స్టాండ్ సిక్స్టీ ఫోర్ రౌండ్స్ మినిమమ్ అండ్ రఘునాథ్ దాస్ గోస్వామి ఎస్పెషలీ వాజ్ వెరీ స్ట్రిక్ట్ ఇన్ దిస్ నతిభి హీ యూస్ టు ఆఫర్ ఎవ్రీ సింగిల్ డే హీ విల్ ఫైండ్ వైష్ణవర్స్ వన్ థౌజండ్ అండ్ ఎయిట్ వైష్ణవర్స్ ఎవ్రీ డే హీ విల్ బౌ డౌన్ టు దెమ్ సో వన్ థౌజండ్ అండ్ ఎయిట్ దండవత్ ప్రణామ్స్ టు వైష్ణవర్స్ he will bow down to this vaishnava and then he will go to bow down to this vaishnava he will go and find every vaishnava he will count he will have a count of how many vaishnavas uh, pranam he did that day <clears throat> so everything is regulation now of course we cannot imitate such personalities we will bow down to devotees whenever we can but other areas of our service also should be measured should be they should be um, you know there has to be a regulation routine what is my routine in devotional service what is my seva routine seva i have to have routine seva otherwise i will not take it seriously just like our office now those who are working you have office hours there is a routine you have to go 9 to 5 or 9 to 6 or whatever it is 8 to 6 or whatever there is a routine time you have to you are expected to be there and you are all the way until the end hours you are you should be there and that's get that's how works get our work gets done there has to be some routine work it's not that ah you 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 come whenever you like you go whenever you like you do whatever you like what is that so everybody has to be given sufficient 
uh, or we have to give ourselves sufficient service regular service and why i'm saying all these things because <clears throat> um this reading also should become a regular part of our schedule and if we say we don't have time that means we are not measuring our time avyartha kalatvam that means we should not waste our time now we are not measuring it uh, no time is an easy answer but to find to to observe where we are actually wasting time where actually this time could be taken from that wasteful activity and then use it in hearing or reading from prabhupada where can i take time out where, what is unnecessary what needs to be what is not necessary in my life even materially uh, where am i wasting time so if i can cut these things i will have a good half an hour 45 minutes easily even for the most busiest person uh, like this we have to measure we have to become regulated sankhya purvaka sankhya means to measure so let us measure our time also let us be watchful let us be concerned with our how we use our time okay what time i need to wake up what time i must chant my rounds what time i must do deity worship what is a, if i have a cooking service or do i have some preaching service and okay if if these are all there then in the remaining time what else can be done oh remaining time sleep prabhu ah uh, relax no we have to do something else we have to take up newer things newer projects newer services you know we we have to always constantly evolve our our service should be always the thing is 24 hours you have to be krishna conscious so if everything can be regulated i mean all the necessary items if we still have some spare time and actually i'll tell you one more tip as we f- regulate our services krishna will give intelligence where else we can shave off the time from unnecessary activities and add them to our devotional uh, timetable and then once we have that extra time now okay what else can be done what is the other service that i can do or we are sometimes given so much services unable to manage ha uh, then how to again organize myself to do all the services regularly so there has to be regulated work sankhya purvaka nama gana natibhi Uh, for chanting and bowing down but also that same sankhya should be there for every single facet of our devotional services all the different kinds of services that we are involving in so um the seed of devotion cannot sprout unless watered by especially hearing and chanting must and hearing means reading prabhupada's books that is one hearing and when we are chanting to hear the chant that we are doing there is another hearing while chanting we have to hear what we are chanting so that is also hearing that is also the practice uh, often most often than not it always goes out the mind goes somewhere else we have to bring it back and bring it back and bring it back to the vibration of the holy name so that's another practice and we have to constantly do it as we do it more and more krishna will give us the intelligence the holy name of krishna will give us the intelligence how to chant his name better how to engage in more services because the whole point of hari krishna chanting is to engage in asking krishna and radharani to engage us in in their service so they will give us intelligence how to engage more in their service more and more hmm. in this way <clears throat> so you may say oh how if we only have 24 hours in a day how can we expand our services more and more and more and more and more how, without a limit well that is where delegation comes um, then once you fill your time with krishna service then when there is more service yes we have to accept it gladly 
sometimes you know you feel like are i have this service not like service should not become a burden service should be oh, i have this service one more opportunity to serve krishna but then if i don't time to do it how then i have to delegate i have to delegate or i have to reduce my eating and sleeping like once tamal krishna goswami went to prabhupada and said uh, prabhupada i feel i have no time to you know i have no time i have too much way too much services then prabhupada said oh, that's good now reduce your eating and sleeping <laughs> so you see even that reduce and then even then there is even more service ah then delegate then manage ah then now uh, one must manage the devotees and then let the devotees do and train them up to do the services ah that is another service so just like man hours in in work the concept of man hours now there is uh, say 120 hours worth of service to be done in 24 hours how can it be done 120 hours worth of service to be done in 24 hours how can it be done well you will you need to have five people who will have to do 24 hours of service a day then you will have 124 man hours that is said so 120 hours of service can be done in one day if we have five people because 24 times 5 is 120 so if there is more and more service then we have to uh, see how we can engage more and more devotees now so this is where preaching comes like prabhupad he was you know one person how he expanded this whole worldwide movement he empowered he trained downline devotees and they managed the respective temples respective zones in this way he you know different departments he trained them and you know empowered them to manage and in this way he was running a whole worldwide movement while doing his translation service while chanting his 64 rounds while lecturing while writing letters while engaging in conversations with eminent personalities and his devotees while doing all the initiation ceremonies while traveling all this at the age from 69 years old to 81 years old the last 12 years of his life unimaginable how much he did but how did he do it genius krishna gave him the intelligence how to expand the service Um, so all these things starts with first of all our conviction in this whole process and that comes from regular hearing that's why to say the seed of devotion now seed is seed from seed comes from the sprout and then it becomes a plant it becomes a tree it becomes many 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 branch tree and each of many branches many many sub branches and many fruits and many flowers it becomes an expanding you know like a banyan tree you know how big and expansive vast it is so from that seed which we receive from the guru we have to make it a huge tree of service and tree has branches branches means delegate delegate so in this way the movement has to expand everywhere now for that to happen if there is no water for the seed it will not become a plant even it will die now how will it grow how will the service expand how will how will this movement expand of course the movement will expand anyway krishna's but our service how are we going to participate in the expansion of the movement that is a proper way to frame it probably how will we participate in the expansion of this movement uh, so all this has to be um, carefully done it all starts with hearing all the time management everything comes from first doing the sadhana attentively with with full devotion and with full understanding that this is 
This is the way, and Krishna will give me every intelligence to do everything else. In fact, Srila Prabhupada one time said, when one becomes advanced in chanting Hare Krishna, the holy name will do everything for him. The holy name will do everything for him. But that kind of chanting, quality of chanting, it all starts with our investment of our time in our bead bag. How we engage with that chanting process. So it's very important. That's why the seed of devotion cannot sprout unless watered by the process of hearing and chanting. One should submissively receive the transcendental messages from spiritually advanced sources and chant the very same messages for one's own benefit as well as for the benefit of one's audience. This one's for Gaur Gopaldas. What is that? <clears throat> one should submissively receive the transcendental messages from spiritually advanced sources and chant the very same messages. Not concoct and talk some rubbish nonsense. It's very same. Preaching means to repeat. Guru means to repeat. Very simple thing, Guru. But that repeat repetition is so difficult to do. Why? Because of the urge to become a big worship, you know, to receive such worship. So we want to invent something. We want to do something, you know, which is like um, our own way. Hmm. I I was just actually uh, yesterday. I think yesterday. I came upon this word called transcreate. I never heard this word before, but I heard this word before. Yes, I mean yesterday I heard this. I was wondering, what is this transcreation? So I looked up the definition of transcreate. Transcreate is a variation of translation. Translate means word to word, just translate and put into from one language to another. Transcreate means something is there, but then now it is uh, explained in a way differently to suit a particular audience. Who may not be fully conversant with the original context of the work. Like for example, Krishna West. In, in his con, I don't know if you're familiar. One of the Swamis, he started a movement called Krishna West. To appeal to the Westerners. As if Prabhupada did not know how to appeal to the Westerners. He went to America and, you know, he, he started his movement there. And he is trying to be, you know, transcreate something else. Uh, make something, make the Krishna consciousness acceptable to Westerners. What he did, that so we are not into transcreation. That means speculation. That means deviation. Transcreation for us is deviation. Translation, as it is, our movement is as it is. <clears throat> word to word. That's why in Prabhupada's books, word to word. Not that he imagined something, and you know told something else. No, Bhagavad Gita as it is. Um, so this transcreation is a big problem. So these so-called motivational speakers in Iskon now. They are also transcreating. It's not even transcreating. I mean, they are saying something else. Totally. And, but dressing as devotee. What is this? It's complete rubbish. Here it is said, we should receive the messages and chant the very same messages for one's own benefit and as well as the benefit of one's audience. They say, oh, he is benefiting audience. He is bringing millions of people by speaking this rubbish. Uh, so, after the, he, they come, then we will give them Krishna. When is going to give them Krishna? Huh? This is not the way. We have to follow how to bring millions of people also. We have to follow the way of Acharyas only. Not invent our own way to bring millions. Like that we can just open one, uh, what, McDonald's franchise. We can take one franchise, become be a franchisee and then we can open one McDonald's and millions of people will come. Why not? 
no we cannot do just whatever we like um, we have to still take from the acharyas what to be done what not to be done that is the way to preach and prabhupad stressed on this so much that i am i simply repeat what i have heard and i want to, you to do the same also uh. next when brahma described the situation sorry <coughs> where are we hmm when brahma described the situation of pure devotees freed from the culture of empiric philosophy and fruitive actions he recommended the process of hearing from persons who are on the path of devotion where is this verse gyane prayasam ha huh, this is the different tune gyane prayasam udapasya namanta eva jivanti sanmukharitam bhavadiya vartam sthane sthane sthita shrutigatam tanuvan manobhir ये प्रायशो जित जितो स्थाने स्थिता स्थिता स्थिति and activities dedicating their lives to these narrations which are vibrated by you personally and by your pure devotees certainly conquer your lordship although you are otherwise unconquerable by anyone within the three worlds so here it is said when brahma described the situation of pure devotees freed from the culture of empiric philosophy and fruitive actions he recommended the process of hearing from persons who are on the path of devotion following in the footsteps of such liberated souls who are able to vibrate real transcendental sound can lead one to the highest stage of devotion and thus one can become a mahabhagavata from the teachings of lord chaitanya mahaprabhu to sanatan goswami madhyalila 22.65 we learn shastra yuktye shunipuna dridha shraddha char uttama adhikari sei taraye samsar a person who is expert in understanding the conclusion of the revealed scriptures and who fully surrenders to the cause of the lord is actually able to deliver others from the clutches of material existence uttama adhikari shay taray sansar the whole world he can deliver hmm. who is expert in understanding the conclusion of the revealed scriptures who is living brahmanishtham hmm. shrila rupa goswami in his upadeshamrita 3 advises that to make rapid advancement in the cult of devotional service one should be very active utsahan hmm? enthusiastic and should persevere in executing the duties specified in the revealed scriptures and confirmed by the spiritual master utsahan nischayat dhairyat patient he has to be determined he has to be enthusiastic active and should persevere hmm? to execute the orders executing the duties specified in the revealed scriptures and confirmed by the spiritual master accepting the path of liberated souls and the association of pure devotees enriches such activities sangatyagat satovritte so accept uh, sangatyagat means to give up the association of non devotees or in other words take only the association of devotees and satovritte uh, following the footsteps of the acharyas association of pure devotees and accepting the path of liberated souls will enrich such activities if we don't do it if we don't follow the previous acharyas we ourselves will become poor in devotion and whoever meets us will also talk rubbish and we will have no more power to chant the holy name in front of the people 
that's what's happening with the motivational speakers they have no more power to utter the name of krishna because they have surrendered to their desire to become famous to become you know all these things to get all the worship to get all the adoration they have sacrificed the their prime duty of naam sankirtan chant the holy name of krishna of course some of his followers will come and say oh you don't know gorgopal he chants so much in the temple you know he he leads kirtans he speaks about krishna in the temple all that is good why not everywhere else also why he is speaking about krishna in the temple and speaking about rubbish outside why that is called kutinati duplicity that is not straightforwardness you do you see shri prabhupada doing that in temple he will speak about krishna consciousness and then when he is talking somewhere else you, you, he will talk talk something else did it ever do that when you listen to his lectures does it have any qualitative difference when he speaks in india or america or australia or new zealand or europe or japan or china or russia or does it have any difference in his quality of uh, i mean does it do you find a difference like if you hear about gorgopal uh, speaking you will know a difference okay he is speaking somewhere outside now or sometimes even in temple also he will talk all jokes only uh, sometimes maybe rare instances you will find a video of him speaking about something krishna so there is difference now when you hear prabhupad in, in in the beginning of the audio recordings of all his audio uh the following is the lecture on shrimad bhagavatam canto 2 chapter 2 or you know text 5 by his divine grace ac bhaktivedanta swami prabhupad um uh, lecture in uh, what uh, san francisco california on the you know 14 july 1968 for example just making up so you see the thing is there but if that is not there we would never know where he is speaking because he will speak the same thing everywhere that is the proof that is how a pure devotee is no duplicity not one thing here one thing there don't do that so these are all contaminations these are all surrendering to maya the weeds are taking over the tree is being cut down the tree is 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 drying up and all the resources are taken away by the weeds so accepting the path of liberated souls that's why we have to follow what is what prabhupada gave hmm. uh, if we just follow that path yes and if associate with pure devotees pure devotees means the pure devotees who like prabhupada or he his devotees who are sincerely trying to serve his instructions that is also pure devotees of course it is not that you know uttama adhikari but they are following the path given by the pure devotee sincerely so such pure intentioned devotees and we have to associate with them and such association such following the path of the previous acharyas will enrich our devotional activities not only of ours but also to those who contact us hmm. imitation devotees who wish to advertise themselves as elevated vaishnavas and who therefore imitate the previous acharyas but do not follow them in principle mm-hmm. are condemned in the words of shrimad bhagavatam 2.3.24 as stone hearted ashmasaram hridayam batedam you see this verse tadashmasaram hridayam batedam yadgrihyamanair harinamadheyai न विक्रियता थयदा विकारो 
नेत्रे जलम गात्रेशु हर्ष तदश्मसारम हृदय बतेदम सर्टनली दट हार्ट इज स्टील फ्रेमड विच इन स्पाइड ऑफ वन चांडिंग द होली नेम ऑफ लॉर्ड विथ कॉन्सेंट्रेशन डज नॉट चेंज वन एक्सटी टेक्स प्लेस टीयर्स फिल दीयर्स फिल दैज स्टैंड ऑन एंड इवन वन दीज सिम्टम्स आर विजिबल द हार्ट डज नॉट चेंज for us forget it forget it these symptoms are also not visible <laughs> at least for myself i'm talking about they say here it is said the heart is not changing there is no softening of the heart even when ecstasy takes place when tears fill the eyes when hair stand on end heart is not changing actually that means it is the imitation filler Imitation fellow will have tears and hair standing on end. He may act out, but uh, heart is not changing. Means that is what. If really one's person, I mean one's heart softens up, then with ecstasy, ah, uh, then yes, those symptoms are ashta sattvika vikar, sattvika vikar. There are they are ecstatic transformations. Now there may be rajasik vikar, there may be tamasik vikar, vikar happening because of other reasons, like hair standing on end. Sattvik means the mode of goodness, right? Sattvic vikar. It is a transformation in the mode of goodness, or actually in the mode of transcendental goodness, Shuddha Sattva. Now, the same standing of hair on end will happen when you are in extreme fear, when you are walking in the dark, and suddenly something passes by. You know, you will suddenly be overtaken by fear, and your hair will stand on end. That's not ecstasy. That's fear. So, that is tamasic vikar, or you know, rajasic vikar. Uh, sometimes rajasic vikar. Actually, I explained this in. Uh, one lecture few months ago rajasik vikar for example you know when somebody sings a song about some some love song so called love song of this material world all lust songs but anyway when you know some some people sing you know you know those got talent shows india got talent america's got talent britain's got talent somebody you know sings you know with uh, some good voice or some emotionally they will sing some material story yeah? nothing much but when seeing everybody's tears i mean tears start flowing in people's eyes and you know the hair standing on end what ecstasy no it is also but it is also vikar it is a transformation of bodily symptoms but where did it come from from passion rajasik vikar this is not sattvic vikar or tamasic vikar from fear or anger when we go angry our voice will falter sometimes Uh, so that is also vikar but that is not sattvic vikar but when one becomes ecstatic then also the walls voice may falter that is different so <clears throat> so even if we have these symptoms but if there is no change of heart that means it has to be change of character so uh, certainly that heart is steel frame which in spite of one's chanting the holy name of the lord with concentration does not change when ecstasy takes place so our we don't even have symptoms we don't even chant with concentration we nothing where are we if a person chanting with concentration ecstasy is happening uh, still uh, uh, the heart is not changing then it is considered still framed we don't even chant with uh, attention we don't even have tears forget it tears and hair standing on tears forget it so where is our heart what to call it now cannot even call it a heart Hmm. That's why there is Vasudev uh, Vasudev Dutt Vasudev Dutt Vasudev Ghosh or Vasudev Dutt. He said he wrote a beautiful song. He said, um, 
what kind of a heart I have that I have no attraction for the holy name of Krishna, the Sankirtan movement of Krishna. In fact, Brahma, who is the creator, he 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 fashioned this body of mine with a stone in the place of a heart. He put a stone there instead of a heart. He sang like this beautiful, beautiful song. I think uh, what is that song? Um, Pashana, Pashana diya, ke monega diya che, vasurhiya, Pashana diya, ke monega diya che. Ah, this was. Yadi gaur na hoy to, tabe ki hoy to. So this is in this song the last verse he says beautifully he says um, that my attraction for this beautiful movement of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is not coming about. Because the creator has created this body with a stone in the place of a heart. So, <clears throat> so here, Prabhupada is uh, quoting this verse in the purport. Imitation devotees who wish to advertise themselves as elevated Vaishnavas who therefore imitate the previous Acharyas do not, but do not follow them in principle are condemned in the words of Srimad Bhagavatam as stone-hearted. Srila Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has commented on their stone-hearted condition as follows. So, Vishwanath Chakravarti Thakur has commented on the Bhagavatam and his commentary on this particular verse of 2.3.24 Just now we have seen that. Tadashmasaram hridayam batedam So, he has commented on their stone-hearted condition as follows. Bahir ashru pulakayoh satorapi yadridhayam na vikriyeta Tad Ashmasaram iti Kanishthadhikarinam eva Ashru Pulakadi Matvepi Ashmasara Hridayataya Nindaisha. Those who shed tears by practice but whose hearts have not changed are to be known as stone hearted devotees or the, of the lowest grade, Kanishthadhikarinam. Their imitation crying induced by artificial practice is always condemned. This is the Sajiyas. The desired change of heart referred to above is visible in the reluctance to do anything not congenial to the devotional way. What is the meaning of change of heart? What is the meaning of change of heart? This is the meaning of change of heart. The desired change of heart referred to above is visible in the reluctance to do anything not congenial to the devotional way. That means we are not excited to watch movies. We are not excited to... You know, watch some cricket or some soccer or some, you know, going out for some pleasure trip or for or some, you know, play some, uh, you know, play some games. You know. We're not interested in all these things. And that means there's a change of heart. Otherwise, the heart hasn't changed. If I have attractions for all of these things, where is my attraction for Krishna then? Hmm. To create such a change of heart, conclusive discussion about Sri Krishna and his potencies is absolutely necessary. How powerful, you see. Change of heart can happen only when conclusive discussion about Sri Krishna. Today's topic is conclusive discussion about Krishna. 
that's what i titled today's live stream as so conclusive discussion about shri krishna and his potencies is absolutely necessary to create the change of heart in other words we have to study the scriptures we have to read prabhupada's books we have to delve not just read means prabhu i'm reading prabhu okay okay uh, i'll read some 45 minutes it may start like that but if you keep it constant slowly slowly when you don't do it just for the sake of uh, you know uh, doing it but even if you just do it for the sake of doing it, eventually when we, when you actually start reading then you start newer and newer things relish them and uh, actually re- they are relishable books but we don't have the relish for them because we are just not attentive enough we are not careful enough with our devotional life but actually if you read uh, it will be very very nice Hmm. how can how can we leave such reading actually <clears throat> so to create such change of heart conclusive discussion about shri krishna and his potencies is absolutely necessary false devotees may think that simply shedding tears will lead one to the transcendental plane even if one has not had a factual change in heart i to give you the example of this so called nonsense fellow called gaurahari <clears throat> and no change in heart having illicit sex and you know no devotional clothing forget it no prasadam they can eat anything and everything they say they are too powerful they can purify the contaminated food also because of their ecstatic symptoms so hope purified that you know anything that touches just like even animals also chanted and danced when chaitanya mahaprabhu you know uh, chanted in the forest so even animals became purified by touch of chaitanya mahaprabhu similarly contaminated food also becomes purified by the touch of these people and they can eat anything and everything they are just misusing every single example of the shastra and the pastimes of chaitanya mahaprabhu and you know misleading everybody that's why we must understand chaitanya mahaprabhu's ecstatic pastimes with first of all understanding krishna in truth in detail that's why Ch- krishna das kavaraj goswami has explained this whole chapter about krishna about how he is the source of nara and how krishna is so great and in his whole manifestation as a youth that is the highest and that is what chaitanya mahaprabhu embodies and chaitanya mahaprabhu is that person when we that's why this knowledge has to be attached to those ecstatic symptoms otherwise we'll have a total disconnect and these people are taking advantage and then showing the external symptoms internally nothing hmm. <clears throat> false devotees may think that simply shedding tears will lead one to the transcendental plane even if one has not had a factual change in heart but such a practice is useless if there is no transcendental realization false devotees lacking the conclusion of transcendental knowledge think that artificially shedding tears will deliver them similarly other false devotees think that studying books of the previous acharyas is unadvisable like studying dry empiric philosophies this is another as i told you na that uh, giving the examples of prakashananda saraswati oh you are studying books mm, you are like mayavadi you should have ecstatic symptoms like chaitanya mahaprabhu not like prakashananda saraswati studying always vedas <laughs> they will come up with this kind of nonsense totally misrepresenting the past time totally misrepresenting the past time hmm. but shri jeeva goswami following the previous acharyas has inculcated the conclusions of the scriptures in the sixth thesis called the shat sandarbhas false devotees who have very little knowledge of such conclusions fail to achieve pure devotion for want of zeal in accepting the favorable directions for devotional service given by self realized devotees such false devotees are like impersonalists in fact they are like impersonalists not as they condemn the devotees to be impersonalists they are impersonalists 
um, who also consider devotional act service no better than ordinary fruitive activities to read about krishna they think is like is eh, like reading vedas like karmakanda or something like that mayavadism they think like that uh, where you are only reading vedas i am engaged in this ecstatic devotional service raganuga bhakti huh? they think like this uh, so such false devotees are like impersonalists who also consider devotional service so impersonalists they consider devotional service to be a activity a- any activity for them is a contaminated activity fruitive activity every activity has reaction for them that's why they stop all activities so when they do when they see some devotee de- uh, engaging in activities they consider his activities to be the same as fruitive activities so they consider devotional service to be same on same as the fruitive activities that's why because the sahajas also do the same thing with devotees they are equated with impersonalists although they may chant krishna although they may chant all these things they are not counted among devotees so that's why chaitanya mahaprabhu he yes he exhibited all these ecstatic symptoms but then he asked his uh, disciples especially rupa goswami and sanatan goswami and by their order jeeva goswami also to write extensively and in the shat goswami ashtaka by shri srinivas acharya it is nicely written nana shastra vicharanaika nipunao sad dharma samsthapako lokanam hitakarinau tribhuvane so they are you know they are studying so many scriptures rupa goswami all the six goswamis they used to have regular discussions on the scriptures where at the place where now the radha damodar temple is there that place prabhupad said that place they used to have regular meetings and they used to scrutinizingly study the scriptures the six goswamis nana shastra vicharanaika nipunam expertly scrutinizing every all the nana shastra so many shastras and extracting the cream extracting the essence of the whole thing and presenting it in books this was the order of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu for them although he did not personally write any book chaitanya mahaprabhu he made the six goswamis write so many books mm. on devotional life because it should not be mistaken to be just like a sentiment sentimental practice crocodile tears ours is not a crocodile movement we are not here to become crocodiles uh, <clears throat> we are here to become devotees those who uh, show these crocodile tears yes they will become crocodiles next life let them become crocodiles but we cannot afford to become that we have to become sincere all right uh i think we still have four more verses last four verses chaitanya mahima jani e shab siddhant he chitta dridha wow we are 3 hours into the okay is going to be finished chaitanya mahima jani e shab siddhant he chitta dridha haiya lage mahima gyan hoyte by such conclusive studies i know the glories of lord chaitanya only by knowing these glories one can become strong and fixed in attachment to him now if we don't know these glories we can't become very attached to chaitanya mahaprabhu hmm. every morning we say preme dako shri chaitanya nitai prasadam you know preme dako shri chaitanya nitai or प्रेम से बोलो श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु नित्यानंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्री वासादि गौर भक्त वृंद इन द जयध्वनि प्रेम ध्वनि प्रेयर्स वी आर सेइंग ऑल दिस थिंग्स हाउ हाउ कैन वी प्रेम से बोलो हाउ कैन वी विद अफेक्शन वी कैन कॉल आउट टू चैतन्य महाप्रभु इफ वी डोंट नो हु ही इज या वी हैव हियर 
heard Gaurnitha, yeah, 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 but you know. Some devotees, they don't take any effort to understand what is Gaurnitha. Yeah, Gaurnitha is those, you know, that uh, two hands above, you know, they raise above like this. Huh? Who are they? Um, Krishna and Balram. Okay, they know that much sometimes. Sometimes they don't even know. And uh, what, what about, can you explain about them? They don't know anything. How? Why? Hmm. We have to know all these things as devotees. We have to know what we are doing. Purport, hmm. one can know the glories of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu only by reaching in knowledge a conclusive decision about Sri Krishna. See, one can know the glories of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu only by reaching in knowledge a conclusive decision about Sri Krishna. Strengthened by bona fide study of the conclusion of the Acharyas. In such a short purport, so many things are mentioned. See, if you want to know Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, because Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is first of all Krishna and he is relishing devotion to Krishna. So, if we do not understand Krishna, we will have no understanding of the devotion to Krishna. So, if we don't understand these two things, we will never understand who Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is. So, we have to understand Krishna and we have to understand what is devotion to Krishna and what is the pinnacle of the devotion, Radha and Krishna. And then we can begin, only begin to appreciate who is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So, therefore, all this knowledge is being presented by Srila Krishna Das Kavraj Goswami. And therefore, we have to know all these things. Hmm. That's why it is said, one can know the glories of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu only by reaching in knowledge a conclusive decision about Krishna. Sri Krishna, strengthened by bona fide study of the conclusion of Atma. How, how can we know about Krishna? Bona fide study of the conclusion of the Acharyas. Read their books, follow their process given by them. Associate with devotees, engage in service. And then, yes, all these things will develop. Our knowledge of Krishna will develop. Then we start to begin appreciating Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Otherwise, we cannot appreciate him at all. That's why many people do not know him. They consider him as a saint, but not more than that. They don't know the extent of the glories of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Next, 119. Chaitanya Prabhur Mahima Kohibarthare Kohibarthare Krishner Mahima Kohi Koriya Vistare Just to enunciate the glories of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, I have tried to describe the glories of Sri Krishna in detail. Chaitanya Gosaya um, Chaitanya Goshair E Tattva Nirupan Swayam Bhagavan Krishna Vrajendranandan. The conclusion is that Lord Chaitanya is the Supreme Personality of Godhead Krishna, the son of the King of Raja. Then the final verse Shri Rupa Raghunath Pade Jara Shri Rupa Raghunath Pade Jara Ash Chaitanya Charitamrita Kohe Krishna Das. So this is the final verse in every chapter. Praying at the lotus feet of Sri Rupa and Sri Raghunath, always desiring their mercy, I, Krishna Das, narrate Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, following in their footsteps. So, he is showing us how by accepting the feet of the six Goswamis. So, we have to follow the Acharyas, then only we can actually describe or serve Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And that's what he is teaching with these verses. With this verse, especially at the end of every chapter. So, thus end the Bhaktivedanta purports to Sri Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adalila, second chapter, describing Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Alright, so that is the end of this chapter and the next session we will start with the third chapter. So, now we will take any questions or comments. Um,
one second okay there are wow so many questions okay let's quite quickly get through this first question by bhakta virendra can it Nityabaddha Jeevas belonging to Tatastha Shakti become Nityamukta Jeevas, eternal servitors of Krishna in the spiritual world? Yes. That is the exact reason why Krishna comes into this material world and does his pastimes, leaves his teachings, sends acharyas, gives us the devotional process all for this one purpose of changing us from Nityabaddha to Nityamukta. So it is possible. Bhakti Virendra is saying, I had recently shared chart of Krishna's expansion in ISKM group. I don't understand what is that. Never mind. Next question. Uh, by Bhakta Dinesh Chaudhary. Does potency means power? Yes. Potent. One who is potent means he has many energies. Like potential energy, if you know physics. Potential energy means what? It has energy in potent form means so potency means power energy you know these things shakti <clears throat> shakti is translated as potency so shakti also means power hmm. next um, by bhakti rajanya but according to the scientists the energy is in the energy in sun is decreasing means the amount of helium is decreasing is it false invention Okay, our question is, if the energy in the sun is decreasing, how come the world is becoming hotter and hotter? How come there is global warming going on? Of course, you may say, oh, that is uh, because of our atmosphere. Okay, fine. If the atmosphere is the same, then the sun's heat is the same always. Sun's heat is always the same. Where is it decreasing? If there is so much fuel... They say there is so much fuel that it can burn for like millions and millions of years. But if there is actually so much fuel, it will just burst into this huge fireball and then consume all the fuel in as less time as possible and then finish, everything is done. But that will be a huge explosion and then a huge contraction and that's it, finish. But why is it like same all the time? There is some regulation there. Like for example, I'll give you an example, like um, gas, you know gas, now <clears throat> in the gas cylinder or in the you know gas pipe, like we have gas pipes coming from the government, so um, or, or gas cylinder, now there is, a, the fire is always the same on the burner, whether the gas is decreasing or you know increasing, how is that, some regulation is there. So, what is the regulating factor? Everybody's energy is decreasing. Like, we also have energy. We don't have energy like as much as the sun god. Way, nothing close. But our energy is also every time decreasing. As we become old, our energy becomes decreasing. And in the day also, there is some decrease of energy. And then when we sleep, we get again energy back. You know, our body replenishes and all these things. But, our question is how the thing is regularly maintained. There is some regulation there. If it's decreasing, how come the fire is the same? Hmm. So what they, what they will speak anything, no? As they say in Bengali, there is a proverb. What is that? Pagal kina bole, chagal kina khai. 
पागल मीन्स क्रेजी फिलो अ मैड मैन पागल की ना बोले अ मैड मैन वॉट ही विल नॉट से जस्ट लाइक छागल की ना खाए पागल की ना बोले छागल की ना खाए जस्ट लाइक अ गोट वॉट ही डज नॉट ईट एवरीथिंग यू विल ईट गोट अदर एनिमल्स आर क्वाइट सेलेक्टिव अबाउट वॉट दे ईट बट गोट एनी थिंग ग्रास लीव वॉट एवर गिव इट विल ईट सो जैसे पागल की ना बोले छागल की ना खाए मैड मैन वॉट ही विल नॉट स्पीक एवरी नॉन सेंस यू विल स्पीक जस्ट लाइक गोट एनी थिंग यू विल ईट सो वाई देव से एनी थिंग वॉट इज द पॉइंट नेक्स्ट भक्त वीरेंद्र से चित पोटेंसी कंप्राइजेज द कॉन्शियसनेस विद इन एवरी जीव विच इज सच्चिदानंद इन स्पिरिचुअल वर्ल्ड बट कवर्ड कवर्ड ऑफ सच्चिदानंद इन मेटीरियल वर्ल्ड या बेसिकली या स्पिरिट सोल इज स्पिरिचुअल इन नेचर बट कवर्ड बाई माया नाउ दट कवरिंग हेज टू बी रिमूव दट इज कॉल चेतो दर्पण मार्जनम एंड इट इज डन बाय चैंटिंग चैंटिंग एंड हियरिंग Ajanya Mataji is asking, will sun die by decreasing its energy? According to the physicist, sun will die and will become a black hole. Well, sun will die one day. Yes, it will. But it is not. Uh, the way they describe is different. Our description is different. Every night of Brahma, the sun is removed. Every night of Brahma. the inundation of the world the, the universal waters rise in level and they come to the point of the swargaloka even the swargaloka planets are also submerged in the water above that the janaloka mahaloka tapaloka satyaloka they are above the water they will be above the water so until the heavenly planets everything is submerged so sun is the beginning of the heavenly planets the the heavenly heavenly realm the heavenly realm is starts from the orbit of the sun above the orbit of the sun so sun is also one of the swargaloka planets it will also be submerged so yeah it will increase hotter it will become hot you know and then all these things will happen and it will die and water will just completely engulf the sun that is there but the physicist's explanation is all not perfect their explanation of the starting of the universe is not perfect the explanation of the destruction of the universe is not perfect everything about them is imperfect next by bhakta virendra daily singing gaurarthi increases our faith and devotion to lord chaitanya and do we also get the mercy of lord chaitanya of course <laughs> i mean these are questions you should not be asking these are like you know, uh, ask questions which are more substantial you know because if, uh, time is valuable for everyone right anyway singing gaurarthi yeah we have to of course sing it with proper understanding of the meaning i think we have gone through with that in the strengthening foundation series um yeah we'll get the mercy of chaitanya mahaprabhu provided you know we follow also what we are singing in our daily actions at least we should try to do so so next question by bhakti najanya will will they go to the pig's body the fake ones um i don't know what what they will get what they will what body they will get i can't say but definitely it's not going to be very promising then next question by bhakti najanya oh means the efforts to do impossible things is really waste nothing useful will be result of doing the impossible thing 
Efforts to do impossible things is really waste. Nothing useful will be the result by doing the impossible thing. Um, what is the impossible thing? Well, like for example, uh, making the whole world Krishna conscious was seemingly impossible. But Srila Prabhupada attempted in that service. Not just attempted, I mean, he was, he went and then Krishna, you know, you see how he made the impossible into nothing. What can you achieve in a, when you're an old man in the last 12 years of your life? What you did not achieve all your in your youth when you're in the prime of your life? What can you achieve? It's almost next to impossible to do something that Prabhupada did. A start and expand the whole worldwide movement and build 108 temples in the space of 12 years? That's remarkable. And that would have been impossible. But impossible became nothing. He did it in an age which is like... Generally, people just go to hospitals, you know, regular hospital visits they will have. That's what people will do at that age. And they'll just talk gossip among other old men. That's what they will do. But Prabhupada started in, you know, huge movement. Spread all across the globe. So, impossible thing. We should try in the matter of serving Krishna. It may be insurmountable, but... Krishna will guide, you know. We have to take on the service. Because his guru asked him, go and preach in the western countries, English-speaking world. He just took that order and Krishna manifested everything else. So that he could fulfill that order. So he took the order seriously and that is what really matters. Then in the impossible, that's why it is said, Mukam garoti vachalam pangum langha yate girim Yat Mande Shri Guru So by the mercy of the Guru, we can climb mountains. A lame man can climb mountains. That is impossible, right? A lame man cannot climb a mountain. That's impossible. But he can do the impossible. And a dumb man can start speaking eloquently. Like an eloquent orator will become. How that is possible? How can a dumb man speak? So these examples are given because the perfect example is Prabhupada's life seemingly impossible he was just walking into his death seemingly from material point of view even that uh, steamship company that uh, what is that Sumati Murarji the owner of the steamship company because Prabhupada was asking her give please give me one you know free ticket to go to America I want to preach she was saying no 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 you you, you are too old and it's too cold for you. you you have never seen that kind of cold before in your life you will die you know, she was saying this Ah, but Prabhupada was ready to take on that challenge. And you see what came out of that is the most beautiful movement of Kali Yuga. <coughs> so in the service of the Lord, yes, we can attempt and Krishna will give, give us the intelligence. But um, like Hanuman, for him bringing the Sanjivani herb was impossible. He was not a doctor. Uh, but... He tried to follow the order and then Krishna gave him intelligence. Oh, yes, I can pick up the whole hill and go. That's it. <coughs> Next, uh, Bhakta Virendra. There are many types of people having different consciousness, following different religions and philosophical teachings. So, after studying all those do Gaudiya Vaishnavism has the highest God consciousness in realizing the 
supreme absolute as compared to others well yes that's a predominant uh, contribution of sri chaitanya mahaprabhu he taught the highest level of god consciousness ramya kaachit upasana vrajavadhu vargena ya kalpita he said that the gopis were method of serving krishna in separation vipralambha bhava <coughs> is the highest ecstasy this was the conclusion of the ramananda samvad the talks between ramananda rai and chaitanya mahaprabhu so that thing he he has shown and that is the highest limit that's why that uh, song by vasudev datta or vasudev bhush i don't know vasudev one of the vasudevs so um, two vasudev uh, two vasudevs were there in chaitanya leela vasudev datta and vasudev bhush so the vasudev i think datta was the one who wrote that song यदि गौर न हो तो तबे की हो तो इफ गौर चैतन्य महाप्रभु डिड नॉट कम वॉट वुड हैव हैपन्ड वॉट वुड हैव बीन आवर लाइफ वॉट वुड हैव बीन दिस वर्ल्ड वॉट वुड हैव हैपन टू दिस वर्ल्ड यदि गौर न हो तो तबे की हो तो केमो ने धरितान दे हाउ वुड हाउ वुड वी हैव बीन एबल टू मेंटेन आवर बॉडीज इफ चैतन्य महाप्रभु डिड नॉट कम एंड शो ऑल दीज थिंग्स एंड राधार महिमा प्रेम रस सीमा जगत जानतो के सो ही सेड राधार महिमा द द ग्लोरी दैट कम द हाईएस्ट लिमिट्स ऑफ एक्सटैटिक लव फॉर कृष्णा दैट कंप्राइज द ग्लोरी ऑफ श्री राधा श्रीमती राधा रानी हाउ वुड द वर्ल्ड हैव एवर नोन दैट टॉप मोस्ट लिमिट द जेनिथ ऑफ devotional service if it was not for sri chaitanya mahaprabhu so yes the highest level of god consciousness is being uh, is exhibited by sri chaitanya mahaprabhu and gaudiya vaishnava our our sampradaya is teaching that and we should stay we should stay true we should stay we should not stray <laughs> i just now said instead of saying stay true as I, I was saying stray that's exactly the opposite <laughs> we have to stay true not stray away from the path and then yes the potency will have the movement will have the same potency of chaitanya mahaprabhu next um by bhaktin puja if everything is not possible so what's the means of efforts is our efforts or hard work is useless for attaining the goal of life well what does that mean uh, it is not possible with our own efforts but with taking krishna's shelter of his, at his lotus feet it is possible i said impossible is nothing otherwise it is impossible but we have to take shelter of krishna's lotus feet uh, that sh- taking shelter of krishna's lotus feet is a hard work you know you say oh no need hard work just take of krishna's shelter of krishna's lotus feet that taking of krishna <laughs> shelter of at krishna's lotus feet is a hard work that we have to do hmm that is the hard work that we have to do <clears throat> because our maya is you know always pulling us in the other direction that's why it is hard work because we have been accustomed to think the other way now we have to change our consciousness that's why it is a hard work that is our hard work next question by bhaktin puja in this material world lot of people having different type of thoughts believe consciousness for example if someone is islamic and following all rules and regulations of islam will he attain uh, the rid from death and birth cycle or for uh, attain ultimate spiritual life krishna consciousness is important well 
any religious system is perfect um when it is followed properly and uh, way we should we are not saying that oh we are better than islam we are better than christianity we are not saying like that we are saying that bhagavat bhagavat dharma means bhagavatam defines dharma as savai pumsam paro dharmo yato bhaktir adhokshaje ahaituki apratihata yayatma suprasidati this is the test it does not matter which religion which faith or which school we come from but if we have attained love of god that is the perfection of our religion it doesn't matter where we come from but if we have not attained that love of god head then that means whatever we are practicing is not yielding the desired result i may go to a college offering degree course university but if i really study the subject properly i will get my degree but if after going to university and university but i am not getting the degree that means i am failing in my studies hmm. the degree is what is important ultimately from the university so whether one is um, qualified from this university or that university his degree his qualification is what matters right so uh, whether islam is good or krishna consciousness is good or christianity is good how we will judge any religious system uh, ultimately will reach i mean will will take the practitioner to the platform of love of godhead ultimately now if somebody is professing that he is a not talk about islam just talk about our hari krishna if somebody is chanting hari krishna also it is said what is that bahujanma kare jodi shravan kirtan tabutana paaya krishna pade prema dhan even if you chant hari krishna for millions of lifetimes you may not get the love of godhead if we commit offenses so that is what matters now are we achieving the result of the the thing that is promised love of godhead is the degree that we have to achieve which university you come from that doesn't matter so ultimately that degree so if if we see that symptom in somebody yes that means he is perfect so the, one of the symptoms of a person who has attained love of godhead that he loves god and he loves all god's children also because if you really love someone you will love everything that belongs to that person also like mother she loves the child now all the toys of the child also she keeps them very properly very nicely now she has no relation with the toys but through the child she she has relation with the toys because it belong the toys belong to the child and therefore the child the mother keeps the toys carefully the mother does not keep the toys carefully to play with them <laughs> but she keeps the toys carefully so that the child can play with them so in other words love of the love for the child means love for the i mean everything we will do properly everything that is related to the child also she takes very nice care because of her love for the child so if one loves god he will love god's children also so he will not commit violence against them jeeva hmm. himsa so he will not commit himsa automatically that is the symptom of a person who has attained love of god hmm. so if we if he is committing himsa that means he has not attained love of god because he has not understood the fact that uh, everybody is god's children hmm. so it has to be studied by symptoms not by what they say they are doing what they say they follow what they say they profess it's what they do by the symptoms
I'm asking because in my college, Bhaktin Pooja, I'm asking because in my college I have a lot of friends from south. They are Christian and following rules very strictly. They never enter in temple and never eat prasadam. No, the Christian rules to follow is not to not enter in the temple and not eat prasadam. That's not their rule. Their rules are the Ten Commandments. Thou shall not kill. Thou shall not commit adultery. Thou shall not steal. All these things they have to follow. Now, thou shall not kill means they cannot eat meat. If they don't eat meat, yes, then they are strictly following something. If they don't commit adultery, that means there should be no divorce. Divorce and marry again, remarry, all these things should be, these are not proper things. But they are the ones who introduce these things. So if they are not, if they are following everything properly, yeah, then that's good. And also it is said in the, Jesus said what? Thou art in uh, heaven, hallowed be thy name from dawn to dusk. Let your name be glorified. Are they chanting the name of Christ? If they're doing, if they're vegetarian, if they're following all the rules, then that's good. That's good. They should be encouraged. But if their understanding of Christianity is that eh, this is not good religion, we are better religion. And that is why they are refraining from going into the temple or taking prasadam or, you know, if they're doing that, then they have not understood what is religion. To attain love of God is the ultimate goal of all religious systems. So if that is not achieved, whatever we practice is a waste of time. That's why it is, it is said, Bhajan karo, sadhan karo, murte janle hoy. You do your bhajan, sadhan, you may, in, my, in our life we may do a big show of doing this bhajan, this sadhan, this, you know, this all this chanting and this and that, big, big, we can show off as a big devotee. But all that will be tested at the time of death. Whether we were a good Christian or a good Muslim or a good Hare Krishna devotee or good Hindu or Buddhist or whatever it is. Everything will be tested at the time of death. They say judgment day. Judgment day is the time of death. Not some some weird day, you know, where everybody congregates and everybody will be punished at the same time. No. Judgment day is the time of death. That is where we were, that exam. The exam happens on that day. Hmm. And we will be judged. Murti Jan Lehoi. That judgment day will be judged. Where our consciousness stands. All that depends on our abhyasa in our life, our practice in our life. So if we only learned about hating other people, oh this religion, that religion, we just hate everybody, then that hate stays with us. Not love of Godhead. So, you know. Next question by Bhakti Najanya. If one is not, not enough mature in dealing with debates, if one is not strong in belief in Krishna consciousness, is it better to encourage them to do things which to improve his or her own belief instead compel them to involve in unhealthy debates see we should not debate also for no reason for irrelevant subjects it's not that we are professional debaters no that's not our business we have to preach krishna consciousness we have to spread krishna's message now in the course of spreading krishna's message we encounter somebody opposing such a message or something about Krishna, then yes, we should argue. Hmm. Because we have already met him. It is not, we should not seek them out, but if we, in the course of our preaching, if we meet them and they, you know, say something like, you know, something opposing, then we have to counter that with proper argument and tell the, what, the, what the actual truth is all about. <clears throat> but that is not an unhealthy debate. But if I go around just to pick fights with people, <laughs> something is wrong with me. <laughs> Jeeva Goswami was thoroughly chastised by Rupa Goswami because 
there was one um, uh, i think his name was roop narayan he was a brahmin very proud uh, smart brahmin so he was very well versed with scriptures and he was de- defeating every he was debating everywhere and you know, defeating people and then and one day he came to vrindavan he heard about the glories of rupa goswami everybody was talking about rupa goswami rupa goswami then he came to vrindavan i want to see rupa goswami where is he and uh, everybody told where is he then he met him oh you are rupa goswami i will challenge you to a debate if you lose you have to sign this paper Hmm? and then i will show everybody you see rupa goswami has signature rupa goswami signature is here he has accepted defeat huh? if i defeat you then rupa goswami asked him where is the paper and he showed me this is the paper okay give me and he took the paper and signed the take go <laughs> rupa narayan was more than happy are without even a, you know confrontation he accepted defeat you see what kind of a great scholar i am his his ego raised you know uh, 100 times more he was now fully ecstatic this so called rupa goswami is defeated by me without even an argument he accepted defeat look at this look at this and he like this he was going everywhere and he was belittling rupa goswami like this so like that in the course of going here and there he met jeeva goswami now jeeva goswami <laughs> jeeva goswami he wrote more than 400000 verses himself alone not an ordinary person jeeva goswami this and no scholar can match jeeva goswami nobody but jeeva goswami was a nephew of rupa goswami and sanatan goswami so this rupa narayan he came he showed jeeva goswami look at this your uncle hmm jeeva goswami look at this signature do you recognize the signature hmm your uncle signature where it is given look at this document he has accepted defeat from me Hmm. <laughs> Jeeva Goswami was so angry. He said, "Come on. You say Rupa Goswami did not want to waste time with your rascal like you. You think he 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 is so cheap that you you can say that you know he is so how can you you know insult him like this? Huh? Come. I am his nephew. If you can defeat me, then I will believe you. Okay? Huh? He is my uncle. Okay? You I am just a nephew of him, and I will defeat you and put you into pieces." and debate was happened debate happened and rupa narayan lost the debate so badly so badly that he never showed his face again ah rupa narayan so <laughs> then uh, immediately the news went everywhere rupa goswami came to know about it and he came to jeeva goswami and chastised him why did you waste your time huh you think you are so advanced huh you have so much time to debate with this rascal huh you are not concerned about your own spiritual life your sadhana you are not concerned your your concern is about defeating why are you so much overtaken by pride huh he chastised him very severely he said get out get out from my sight and jeeva goswami was sitting in a hollow of a tree for one year one year he was sitting in the hollow of a tree without eating nothing fasting chanting then sanatan goswami told rupa goswami because everybody was trying to uh, tell rupa goswami please please have some you know compassion on him you know you have you know he was only fought not because of some pride 
he only fought because that person has uh, offended you so to save the honor of a vaishnava he fought there's nothing wrong in him rupa goswami did not accept any explanation from anybody rupa goswami would only listen to one person his elder brother sanatan goswami so sanatan goswami after one year he said to rupa goswami in a playful way uh, what are the six things that you mentioned in uh, bhakti rasamrita sindhu uh, that a devotee should have so he was saying many things uh, i also forgot the six things uh, i should remember by right so anyway um, one of them is a uh, symptom of a devotee is especially a chaitanya follower of chaitanya mahaprabhu is jeeve jeeve doya jeeve doya means compassion upon living entities so a follower of chaitanya mahaprabhu should have compassion for the fallen conditioned souls jeeve doya to have compassion on the jeevas now he used that what, what so he playfully asked him what is the principle you said our devotees should have gaudiya vaishnavas then he was listing and then one of them was jeeve doya yeah you said jeeve doya but you don't have daya for jeeva <laughs> you don't have any daya for jeeva swami <laughs> please now act on your words you said jeeve doya show your jeeve doya please ask him to come out and eat at least one year later you know this happened one year of jeeva goswami's self exile so sanatan goswami said this and jeeva send rupa goswami heart soften and he, he <laughs> was compassionate to jeeva goswami and then he came out you see so how much he was uh, against this debating for unnecessary purpose actually it was not for unnecessary purpose in fact prabhupada said if somebody dishonors the acharyas or sri chaitanya mahaprabhu or krishna we must debate like jeeva goswami jeeva goswami did but rupa goswami is teaching another lesson that we should not unnecessarily become a now a professional debater or because i debated with this person now now i'll take on all debates of the world that is useless uh, then we will forget our own self interest hmm. next bhakta virendra what is the difference between jatayu and bhishma's last moment of death what kind of question is this <laughs> what is the difference means what both of them saw the lord uh, both of them died in front of the lord haridas thakur also passed away in front of the lord what uh, come on what was the difference means what well one was a bird one was a <laughs> well maybe bishmadev was fighting against krishna's army but jatai was fighting for ramachandra but both are devotees equally and krishna showed as much favor to bishmadev as he showed to jatayu there is no difference between jatayu and bishmadev because they are pure devotees hmm. please ask some valid questions <laughs> what kind of questions are this okay next question by vijay sharma prabhu please can you explain the difference between prakata and oh prakata and aprakrita and similarly oh prakata and aprakata and similarly ap- prakata and aprakata and prakrita and prakrita and aprakrita these are very similar words but i think different meanings prakata prakat means to be in front of you i mean visibly prakat means uh, come and be- come before you come in front of you that is prakat visible aprakat means invisible prakrita means uh, <coughs> prakriti means what 
especially referring to this material world aprakrita means way beyond our uh, comprehension aprakrita uh, means yeah it is material anything material aprakrita means completely spiritual completely spiritual aprakrita hmm there is a difference <coughs> prakata and prakrita and aprakata and aprakrita hmm so prakata and aprakata means visible and invisible prakrita means material and aprakrita means spiritual completely spiritual like um radha krishna leela is aprakrita it's completely i mean there is no even like the prabhu pada said we are serving radha krishna in the temple but actually we are serving lakshmi narayan because lakshmi narayan can be worshiped with uh, regulated devotional service vaidhi bhakti according to rules and regulations but radha krishna prem or radha krishna service is only done by completely liberated souls in pure ecstasy there is no rules and regulations there is simply ecstatic um, outpourings so it's totally different yeah. so that is aprakrita completely spiritual it cannot be done in a material platform completely aprakrita adhokshajan aprakrita next um no impossible is nothing does not mean ajanya saying nothing useful impossible is waste no not not in that sense impossible not is nothing means what is impossible will become as if it's nothing it's like like if i ask you um can you uh, walk three steps today that's nothing for you i mean is that impossible no so you okay, can you climb mount everest oh that's impossible but if mount climbing mount everest can become as simple as walking three steps in your room that is impossible becoming nothing that is the meaning not like impossible doing impossible things is a waste or you know, there is no use of doing not in that way you know i'm not i don't know, i hope you understand what i'm saying impossible things will be going will become child's play by krishna's mercy like that verse no shrimad bhagavatam 10 Samashritaye padapallava plavam Mahatpadam punyayasho murare Bhavam budhirvatsa padam param padam 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 yadvipadam natesham For those who have accepted the boat of the lotus feet of the Lord Uh, who is the shelter of the cosmic manifestation and is famous as murari the enemy of the mura demon the ocean of the material world which is impossible to cross is like the water contained in a calf's hoof print a calf not a cow a calf hoof print how much water can be contained in a calf's hoof print can you cross over that nothing that's nothing for you right what is impossible to cross the ocean of material existence will become as nothing as as insignificant as crossing the water in a calf's hoof print their goal is parampadam vaikuntha the place where there are no miseries not the place where there is danger at every step 
so bhakti rajana is saying now i could for krishna nothing is impossible that's not what i'm saying for krishna nothing is impossible but for krishna the impossible is nothing impossible thing is nothing for him easy for him not only for krishna for devotees who take shelter of krishna for them also like in this verse to cross the ocean of material existence is impossible but to cross the water in a calf's hoof print is nothing is it a deal is it a challenge no it's nothing is something which you do every day hmm a, ch- a children can play like that children can jump over you know calf's hoof prints as nothing it's child's play so the cro- crossing of the ocean of material existence the impossible becomes nothing when you take shelter at krishna's lotus feet did you understand now this is what i'm trying to say nothing is impossible is an understatement nothing is impossible means yeah it may be possible you know it's not impossible it may be possible that's that's impossible is nothing i hope you understand our impossible thing is nothing for krishna again you are saying yeah but our impossible thing will become nothing for us also now <laughs> to cross the material ocean is impossible for us but if we take shelter of krishna crossing the ocean of material existence will become as easy for us not for krishna for krishna is always easy he is not he is always beyond the material world he is always on the other side of the material world but <clears throat> for us only what was impossible now will become nothing for us not for krishna for us if we take shelter of krishna for us what was impossible will for us become nothing understood <laughs> i don't know i don't want to repeat myself again and again i hope you understood that <clears throat> okay next question <laughs> that was funny for me also Hmm. Next uh Okay, I think that's done. That's the end of our session. Thank you very much for participating. And um if you want to make impossible into nothing, then take shelter of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as explained here this verse here. Ajani Madhuri is now saying with Krishna's mercy we can do impossible things. Yes. Now you are beginning to understand. Not just we can do impossible things, but impossible things will become easy things. Not we can do impossible. Can do means okay one day we will be able to achieve it, no. It will become easy things. You are beginning to now understand <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay. You see this verse Adilila 14.1 Chaitanya Charitamrita कथंचन स्मृते यस्मृते विपरीत थिंग्स दट आर वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू डू बिकम ईजी टू एक्सिक्यूट इफ वन सम हॉर अदर सिंपली रिमेबर्स लॉर्ड चैतन्य महाप्रभु बट इफ वन डज नॉट रिमेबर हिम इवन ईजी थिंग्स बिकम वेरी डिफिकल्ट टू दिस लॉर्ड चैतन्य महाप्रभु i offer my respectful obeisances 
This is the meaning. Dushkaram Sukaram Bhavet. Alright. Thank you very much. Chetana Chetamrata Ki Jai. Sri Chetana Mahaprabhu Ki Jai. Gauranitai Bhagavan Ki Jai. Panchatattva Ki Jai. Hare Krishna Mahamantra Ki Jai. Sankirtan Mahayagya Ki Jai. Shadgo Swami Ki Jai. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. Nitai Gaur Primanande. Hari Hari Bol. Hare Krishna.